Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, to the Southern Eagles Football Live on RFSportsRadio.com. My name is Rodney Fisher. I'm going to bring you guys the number one team in the state of Texas, the DeSoto Eagles, heard right here on RFSN. Welcome, everyone, to our broadcast. We're here at Ben Dow Memorial Stadium for the Eagles taking on their crosstown rivals, the Cedar Hill Longhorns. Give you guys a quick uh, background to get you caught up on the DeSoto Eagles season. Right now, they're ranked number one after beating some very, very good teams that beat Jinx in Oklahoma, who was number two at the time. And, of course, last Saturday, right here on our radio, you heard them beat Euless Trinity 42-21. to and tonight, I think I expect some of the same performance from the top guys here. Get you guys caught up. They have a high-powered offense led by Dontre Wilson, the junior quarterback, and, of course, in the backfield, uh, Dontre, uh, Desmond White as well, too. So we get ready for kickoff here live on RF Sports Radio. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to have the kickoff and get all the action set for Texas high school football here on RF Sports Radio. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it's your boy it? Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. When you hear it, icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if right you're a Facebook now. lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what to do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right if you're still in the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you still on MySpace, hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. Yeah. And uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station, didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch, and I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. 
The the friendly staff there was able to get me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Welcome, everybody, back to our broadcast here at Ben Dow Memorial Stadium. Let's get you guys familiar with the Cedar Hill team. They're led by their quarterback, Damian Hobbs, who right now this season is 47 for 72, 65% completion rate, passing for 559 yards, five TDs, and three interceptions. Their rushing attack is led by Quinte Gonzalez, 32 attempts, 317 yards, four touchdowns so far in the season, and also Damian Hobbs, 42 attempts, 266 yards, and two touchdowns for the City Hill Longhorns. As I mentioned before, DeSoto has a very, very high-powered offense. You're going to see their rushing attack, which is led by none other than their quarterback. 35 attempts, 383 yards, four touchdowns. And, of course, their leading touchdown uh, rusher is going to be Dontre Wilson with six touchdowns and 307 yards in only three games. Tonight was going to be key for the DeSoto Eagles is to come out like they did against Trinity, get a quick early lead, and put a lot of pressure on the Cedar Hill Offense. As you've heard from Coach Mathis, who he's explained to us throughout the entire season, his defense is very, very young, and tonight they have a great test. After their win against Trinity, we'll see what they have left in the seconds we get set for the kickoff here. Back to receive for the Eagles is number two, Dontre Wilson. Kicking golf for the Cedar Hill Longhorns will be number 92, Isaac Andrade. And now it's going to be returned by number 21 for the Eagles. Going to spin move out of attack. Now he's got the left side. Got a blocker out in the front. Going to cut back inside the middle. Good move. He's down at the 50, to the 40, to the 35. Now to 30. Now to the 20. Down the sideline. And finally punched out of bounds right at the six-yard line. That was a great return by Kiran Taylor, the senior DB. Wasn't even back to return. The kick was on the next to last line of offense for the Eagles and took it back. A total of about 80 yards. Absolutely great run to get the Eagles started here. They set up shop first and 10 from their, from the seven-yard line. What a way for the Eagles to get started and try to get on the board here quick. Nine quarterbacks going to be Desmond White. And next to him is going to be Dontre Wilson. They wait for the play from the sideline. They have a quick substitution here before they get set. Was missing one eagle there to make everything complete. Now first down, they're going to hand the ball off to Wilson. He goes up the middle on the left side, pushes the power forward. It's going to be get a quick two-yard gain. And now set up for a second and go from the five-yard line. Quick no-huddle offense. The handoff now to Wilson. Wilson up the middle, almost in the end zone. It's going to be tackled just short by the inch short of the goal line, and DeSoto will hurry up and get the ball set. 
no huddle here. They like to always run. Coach Matt plays no games. Wants to get the touchdown quick and fast. Now they set up a shotgun formation. Now White to get the pass and a fumble the pass. Now picks it up off the ground. Bell is right and inside for the touchdown. Touchdown to Soto. Desmond White now with his fifth rushing touchdown of the season and only his fourth game. Fumble the snap, picked it up off the ground, and saw daylight and took it in by himself for the score. And now we have the extra point by the Eagles. Snap is back, the kick is up, and it is good. We said they had to get on the board early, and they did. The Eagles lead 7 nothing. 10.59 up to go in the first quarter. Here from Ben Dow Stadium, I take a quick break and come back with the offensive side of the ball for the Cedar Hill Longhorns. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station, didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch, and I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought, this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Back here getting set for the kickoff. The Eagles kick the ball off. Some return by number two for the Cedar Hill Longhorn. That's Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Now breaks the tackle at the 30. Now to the 50. Cross the 50 yard line. Has one man to beat at the 20 yard line. And Cedar Hill's going to score a touchdown. <laughs> We've got a game on our hands here today, folks. Cedar Hill returns the kickoff back for a touchdown and tie up the ball game. Two great returns by both teams, and now we're all tied up as they get set for the extra point. What a vain, vain play to start off the offense for the Longhorns as they return the ball back 90 yards for a touchdown score by Covante Gonzalez, 5'11", 170, senior running back for Cedar Hill. As the fans, as you probably can hear in the background, going crazy on the Cedar Hill sideline. What a way for them to start the game off. And got a good good night of football here. Now the extra point for the Longhorns. The kick is up, and it is good. 7-7 all here in DeSoto. As the Cedar Hill Longhorns answer back with a quick Quick touchdown of their own. We'll stay here. We won't go to break this time, folks, because we don't know what might happen. 
Cedar Hill on the board quick, and we've got a great game here. Everyone's here out tonight. We've got a packed stadium. Cards are still piling in. And they're watching football from the street here. And the action has started out so quick in this game. 10.44 left to go in the first quarter. It's a tie ball game, 7-7. Coach Mathis has a quick talk with his team on the sideline to get them ready to go. First time ever they've had a kickoff return for a touchdown so far in the season. And now we'll see if DeSoto tries to answer back here. Back to receive for the Eagles again is going to be number two, Dontre Wilson. He's been doing these duties for pretty much the entire season, both this year and last year. And kicking off again for the Longhorns will be number 92, Andrade. And he's going to go ahead and make a high kick. It's going to be stood at the 30-yard line. Now he's got some blockers out front trying to make a move and finally going to be brought down by the Cedar Hill Longhorns right near the 40-yard line. There was a turn return by, again, number 27, Taylor, the senior DB who ran the ball back about 80 yards on the original kickoff to start the game. And now we'll finally get a chance to see the DeSoto offense work their magic from the other side of the 50. If you guys are just now tuning in, we've had two quick scores by both ball clubs, the Eagles with a quick score, and then the Longhorns answering back. Now first and ten, ball to White. White is going to make a quick pass out to the right. Makes a quick move inside and finally brought down to the 50-yard line. It's going to be good for, well, close to a first down. They give him nine yards on the play. They're now set up second down and one right from the 49-yard line, and they'll go to a quick no-huddle offense. No back in, in place. Why did he get the snap back on the shotgun? Now looking to throw. Hit the man right at the 40-yard line. Good good pass by White. And trying to get a number for you guys. Unfortunately, Soto has a new uniform on. It's all gold with gold letters. I believe that pass was to Dontre Wilson, number two. And that's good for a first down. Now, first and 10 at the 39-yard line. And the Longhorns will take a timeout here as the Soto's been moving the ball pretty well, but now using a passing attack to try to keep the Longhorn defense off balance. The coaches for the Soto are going to be, of course, course uh, Coach Claude Mathis, who has been on our show several times. You can hear his interviews live on our network. If you guys are listening to us on the web, make sure you check us out at rfsportsradio.com for 24-hour sports talk. Also, get ready for next week, and we'll be starting our coverage of the Dallas Mavericks. Friday, 1 p.m., tune into our website to watch the Mavs Media Day live on the home page. Assistant coaches for the Eagles, Todd Peterman, Kendrick Brown, Daniel Barrera, Ben Dotson, Kyle Farrell, Donald Hatcher. Now first and 10 for the 39. We're going to get it back to White. White are handing off to Wilson. He'll be upended right at the line of scrimmage. Great play by number three, the safety for Cedar Hill. That's Tajerian Luster, 5'10", 170, free safety. And DeSoto now will go with a no-back backfield with five wide receivers in the shotgun formation for White. 
White emotion whispers from left to right in his gold shoes tonight. Right now, I take the snap. He's going to rotate to his right. Now, look at the pass. Great pass out there and a great catch by the wide receiver right at the 30-yard line. Looks like there was a catch by number seven, Ricky Davis. And now trying to go for the quick snap. we got a flag on the play, maybe motion on the offensive line. See if the call is here from the official. going to be a false start on the offensive line that I'm marking back five yards. Now setting up a third and six from the 35-yard line. Wide away from the play from the sideline. And they now move Wilson back in the backfield. Shotgun formation. Wide to keep the ball as he faces the Wilson. Now trying to get out of the pile. Can't make it out of there. Brought down right a yard behind the line, line of scrimmage to lose one yard. Now set up a fourth and seven from the 34th. And see what the Eagles elect to do here. They normally don't like to punt the ball. And it looks like they'll make a decision here. And it looks like they will bring the punt team out. The Longhorns, a big stop for them to slow the momentum down of the Eagles and give their offense a chance to do some damage here. As now they set up for a punt, they have no one back for the Longhorns to receive the ball. And now a quick flag here. The Longhorn players are motioning for a false start call. And it looks like what we have again on the offensive line. They're marking back another five yards. I guess in hindsight, they give the punter a little more room to operate on fourth down. Now fourth and 11 from the 40-yard line. The officials marked it a little bit too far. And now they get everything set. Back to receive for the Longhorns is number two, Gonzalez, who ran the touchdown on the kickoff. Yeah, it's going to be a fake punt looking to throw and hit this crowd receiver. Oh, they're going to call it out of bounds. Trying to make a tiptoe catch on the sideline with Daniels, and they call him out of bounds. Couldn't get his feet set. And it'll be a turnover going the Longhorns' way. Fake punt there by White trying to get the ball to Daniels. Had a good play drawdown. He was unable to get his feet set before going out of bounds, and now the Longhorns will take over on the 40-yard line, first and fifth. The chance our first time to see the defense for the Eagles, led by Taylor Young, number one, the senior linebacker. Back at quarterback at Tops for the Longhorns. He's going to call for the ball in the shotgun formation. I look to his left, looking to throw. Hit Gonzalez. Gonzalez throws the ball. The City Hill quickly recovers, and they call it a no catch. Incomplete catch. Didn't have enough enough uh, motion there to consider it a catch and a fumble. So it'll be incomplete now. Second and 10 from the 40-yard line. 7.54 left to go in the first quarter. We can still have a tie ball game 7-7. Now in a wishbone formation. Shotgun. See, he is working from our left to our right, and the Hobbs calls for the ball. Looking to fake the hand. Not going to keep it up himself up the left side. Gets no gain there. 
and it'll be quickly tackled by Taylor Young, number one. Very surprising that they elect to run the ball to his side of the field. He's by far the Eagles' best tackler. Number one defensive recruit for the Eagles. Coach Matthews called him the anchor of their defense this year. I think he was the anchor last year as well. Now Hobbs, the shotgun formation, four wide receivers now will fake the handoff. Looking to throw. Has the receiver the 50-yard line. Close to the first down, too. They marked the ball here. Number 18 on the catch. That was Quincy Adebio. And he feels like he has a first down. We'll see where they spot the ball. Looks like just short. Well, they will give him the first down here. Looks like it's about a yard short, and they call the first down late. Now first and 10 from the 50. Hobbs now will hand the ball off to the running back. He goes up the middle. Quick quick six-yard game. They're going to give him, go ahead and give him eight yards as he fell forward. That was a rush by Larry Hill, the junior running back. Larry is 5'10", 205. Now Hobbs in shotgun formation. He's got twin wide receivers to his right. Now looks to fake the hand off the hill, but loses the, loses the ball. And it looks like the Eagles jumped on top of it as they tried to hand the ball off, and Hill made the mistake here, couldn't grab the ball, knocking it out of Hobbs' hands. And the Eagles now will take over at the 42-yard line. What a back-and-forth game so far between both teams. And now the Eagles have a chance after the Longhorns turn the ball over. Don't know what happened between Hobbs and Hill there, but now White on the snap is going to hand it off to Wilson. Wilson up the middle gets a quick six yards here, right at the gut of the Longhorn defense, and they'll go to a quick no huddle. Same formation, shotgun for White. White gets a snap, hands it back off to Wilson up the middle again, surges forward to a first down. And they'll give him the first down right at about the 47-yard line. Setting up first and 10 as Coach Matthews wastes no time getting another play call. Now White, shotgun formation. Step back, look at the pass. Going to go deep to the right side. Got a man open. Going to be caught by Daniels. Right at the 12-yard line by Daniels. Ricky Daniels on the catch. And the Eagles are in business in the red zone. Twenty-five yard catch for Daniels. Now quick snap. They're gonna throw it out to the left side. He's got a receiver open. Inside for the touchdown. Oh, they'll walk him out of the one yard line. <laughs> Swing pass to Wilson coming out the backfield on the left side on a quick play and almost scored there. That line up quick here. The high-powered offense now head the ball up the middle to the running back. He's going to get close but not in. Back to the line of scrimmage at the one-yard line. And a series of about four plays, ladies and gentlemen, we've gone 50 yards on the uh, eagle side of the ball. Now second and goal from the one-yard line. Hands it off at the middle. It's off for the touchdown. The Soto touchdown. I'll get the name of the person here in just a second. Hand off right up the middle, and I believe that was number 
24, maybe 22, Jamie and Peterson, I believe. What a big run up the middle. Now the extra point is up, and that is good. And DeSoto takes a lead, 14-7. to Let's take a quick break here, if I can catch my breath, and get back into the action. You listen to DeSoto Eagles football live on rfsportsradio.com. Man, smoke in the city available the now. City. Album features Flow Fly, Mayhem, Kenfo Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also, featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, Seven Digital, E Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's blazing. We're back here at Denver Memorial Stadium with the Eagles take a 14-7 lead. 5.32 left to go in the first quarter. We've got a back-and-forth game, two big turnovers by both teams. And a big pass to Ricky Daniels, a 25-yard reception for him to get the Eagles in business. And now Coach Madison is out there on the field. During the kickoff here, trying to get his team set in the right formation and he switches two players from opposite sides of the field. Now the kickoff here is going to be fielded by number 84 at the 30-yard line. Sutter steps now trying to get the middle. going to be hit hard at the 35-yard line. And finally dropped down as he's game tackled at the 35. That was number 84 for the Longhorns, DeMarcus Lodge. The sophomore wide receiver, six foot one eighty five. Big kid for a sophomore, unable to get anything done there, only a gain of about two yards as the Eagles swarmed the ball carrier. A lot different than what they started out the game as they allowed Cedar Hill to score in the kickoff return. So far that's their only points of the ball game. Now Hobbs back in the game at quarterback for the Longhorns. Stack formation for them is shotgun. They're going to hand the ball off to number six. He goes up the middle, gets a quick five-yard gain. Good surge by the offensive line of the the Longhorns, catching the defensive line of the Eagles off off guard. That was a run by Larry Hill. Last possession for the Longhorns, Hill and Hobbs had a miscommunication on the handoff, which gave the Eagles the ball, which led to that touchdown and go up by seven. Now Hobbs in shotgun formation. He'll call for the ball. Face the hand off the hill. Now, he's the wide receiver at the 50-yard line. Finally brought down at the 53-yard line. There was a catch by number two, Gonzalez. Normally in the backfield, but split out wide as a split receiver. And the Eagles kind of lost track of him. And it's going to be a first down for the Longhorns. First and 10 from the 47-yard line. Now Hobbs in a stack formation here, very unique formation. Almost a wishbone as they move another man in motion. Face the hand, I'm not living the pass in the play action. Now rolling to his left. Trying to fake a move. It's going to be brought down and tackled right at the line of scrimmage. Good play by the Eagles. That was number 21, Zach White. Didn't fall for the fake from Hobbs. Stayed home and made a great tackle there. 
make it second and ten from the 47-yard line. Hobbs, again, is a good rusher, 266 yards so far this season and two touchdowns rushing the ball, and a good play by White to stay home and make a great form tackle. Now we got a flag on the field here. We'll see what the call is from the referee. And it looks like they have can't actually see what the ref is calling, but based on where they're going to mark the ball off, they're marking it back 10 yards. Could have been a, um, a legal formation penalty, but they marked it back five yards. Excuse me. The way the Longhorns are substituting players in could have easily been caught with too many breaking the huddle. Now, second and 15 from the 48-yard line for Hobbs. Hobbs now looking to pass. Throws to his left. Has the right receiver, but he drops the ball. Felt the pressure from Taylor Young coming to make the big hit. And number 18, Quincy Abello, drops the ball. And now sets up third and 15 for the Longhorns from the 48-yard line. Now the Longhorns with a critical third down here. 420 left to go in the first quarter. Hobbs now will take the snap back, looking to throw. Has nobody open. Now Southern steps, looking to throw. And finally, pass going to be tipped and complete. Picked up by the Eagles. Now the whistle blows. And the Eagles thought they had a fumble there. Great tip by the defensive line of the Eagles. Don't know which player that was. But everyone had their hands up at the right time. And that's going to bring up fourth and 15. That defensive line for the Eagles doing a good job of keeping their hands up, causing the critical fourth down to look to punt, and, oh, boy, you don't want to punt to Dontre Wilson. Wilson now the 15-yard line in his uh, signature all-gold cleats, waiting for the punt here, and they will punt the ball to him. He'll take a bounce to the 15 and rolls back for a touchback. And the Eagles will set up shop at the 20-yard line, first and 10, leading by seven points. Four is 0-1 left to go in the first quarter. Big game so far in this one, guys. We've had uh, a run back for a touchdown by Gonzalez on the kickoff for the Longhorns. We've also had a rush for a touchdown by Dez White. And a handoff to their running back, Damian Peterson, for a touchdown as well, too. Now the Eagles set up for first and ten. White now looking to pass. The man wide open. That's Wilson at the 50. Now to the 40-yard line. 30, 20, 10, and with high step in for a DeSoto touchdown. Wilson out the backfield. No one saw him. They lost him. And a big pass, that's a 80-yard touchdown, Dez White to Dontre Wilson. One play drive score from the Eagles, 80 yards. We told you to start the broadcast, folks. This is a high-powered offense, and you can see for yourself, they came to play. Now the extra point for the Eagles is up and good. 21-7 to Eagles on top of the Cedar Hill Longhorns. 3.49 in the first quarter. Take another break and catch our breath and be right back with more first quarter action here from Ben Dow Memorial Stadium 
in DeSoto, Texas. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. And we are back here live at Ben Dalvin Memorial Stadium. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. If you guys, uh, if we lost you there for a second, we are back. The Longhorns scored on a kickoff return to make it 14. Now 21 to 14. They're down by seven. 2:34 left to go in the game. And Soto just got a big first down on a fourth and two play. Now first and ten at the 40 yard line for the Eagles. That's why they get the snap back and shotgun. Now looking the pass, looks left. Now looking right, still can't find anyone. Escapes the sack. Now he's going to use his legs to get forward for a quick five-yard gain. They'll finally bring him down. Actually, a, a two-yard gain. They finally bring him down right around the 42-yard line. So instead of second down and eight for the Eagles. Fast and Furious first quarter here. It looks like we're going to have a Fast and Furious game as well. Now the snap back to White. White to keep it on the left side. Up ending and finally tackled down at the 45-yard line, only about a three-yard gain, and sets up 35. We've seen the Eagles have 35 early in this drive. We're able to convert after going forward on fourth down. We'll see what Coach Madison likes to do here, if he'll keep the run intact or go with the pass here. We got a flag on the field. And then we're waiting on the call from the head referee. You got a holding call, perhaps, on the defense. That's like a face mask call. It'll be a 15 yarder. That'll move them up to the 40 yard line across the 50. Good break there for the Eagles on the face mask call against the Longhorns. And now they're set up for first and ten on the 40-yard line. 151 left to go in the first quarter. 
James White now takes a snapback and shotgun. He's going to be under pressure. Now, quick screen to Wilson. Wilson has the lane up the middle. Now, after the 20 yard line, after the 10. Spin moving the 10, stays on the speed, and finally puts out of bounds right at the 7 yard line. Great screen by the Eagles there as they hit Dante Wilson out the backfield. Had enough blockers out front to gain 15 yards on the play. I get 25 yards on the play. Now, since the first and goal from the eight-yard line for the Eagles, and they try to put a score in before we end the first quarter. Now, Ryder, keep the ball. Now, going to his left. Makes the spin move at right the five-yard line. Just down to avoid the big hit. It's going to be brought down to five. Now, second and goal from the five-yard line for the Eagles. And they'll set up here for a no huddle. And now uh, White will get the pass back. Going to pitch it out to the running back. Going to go around the right side of the lane. Bulldogs is the way in for it. The solo touchdown. That's number 22, Jamie Peterson again with the touchdown. And the solo continues to score at will. The offense for the solo clicking the all centers now to get the special teams in line. It may be a quick night for the Longhorns. Extra point now for the Eagles. And we've got a flag on the play, like a false start on the line for the Eagles. That'll push them back five yards. Mental mistakes so far for the Eagles have plagued them to a fault. Although they do maintain the lead by 14 points after this extra point attempt. And now they'll take the extra point five yards back. The kick is up, and it is no good. So with 40 seconds left to go in the first quarter, the Eagles lead 27-14 to 14 over the Longhorns. And so far, the best offense the Longhorns can put together work have been kickoff returns. Two kickoff returns for touchdowns, one by Gonzalez, the other by Lewis. And now DeSoto will kick the ball off, and we'll see what they decide to do here. Now, Coach Manson have a quick pep talk with the special teams before they kick the ball off here. As uh, we see the new logo, the DeSoto U logo. And DeSoto, of course, is a, a very, very good powerhouse team. We covered them last year for off season, and I have to say I'm very impressed by what they've done so far this season. They look a lot. They look even better than what they did last season after ending their run against the Dallas Skyline team in the playoffs. Now they're going to go ahead and kick the ball off here. we see if they get a full kick if they elect to short kick it here. And the kickoff is up. They're going to go ahead and short kick a quick kick here. And it's going to be fumbled by the Longhorns, and the solo jumps on it. 
Looks like the soul has the ball, and they do. What a play call by Coach Mathis to get a quick, tall kick over 10 yards on the onside, and DeSoto recovers at the 40. I tell you what, if you can't tackle them on special teams, you might as well try to get an onside kick. And now first down for the Eagles, first and 10 from the 40-yard line. And we'll find out here if the Sonic can put up a quick score and bust the game wide open here. Now White looking to pass. Going to go deep for his Daniels. Daniels is over. Caught by O. Off the fingertips of Daniels. Had it in his hands but couldn't grasp the ball. Easy touchdown could have been there for Daniels, but unable to get his hold on the ball, but a good play nonetheless. Beat the DB by a few steps as the DB now hobbles off the field. There's actually a pass to Chris Hansford, the senior wide receiver. Now looking to pass again to get it back to Hansford. Hansford makes a quick move at a 30. Still his feet and pushing his way forward close to the 25-yard line. The senior wide receiver, Chris Hansford, and that name may be be familiar to longtime DeSoto fans, son of Byron Hansford, the Dope Walker Award winner from Texas Tech. Now they hand it off to Wilson. Wilson will be stopped in the backfield. That's a good form tackle by the Longhorns. That was number 31, Jonathan Buffett, the junior safety on the blitz. Making a stop in the backfield. Now second down and 12 from the 28-yard line. And that's the end of the first quarter. Ends the first quarter. The Eagles lead 27 to 13 and driving the ball. We'll take a quick break and come back from Ben Dow Stadium. You listen to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. Man, smoke in the city available the now. City. Album features Blow Fly, Make Him, Kenfo Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also, featuring production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, Seven Digital, E Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's blazing. And welcome back, everyone, to Ben Down Stadium as we get set to start the second quarter here. The Eagles. Second and 12 at the 28-yard line, trying to push the ball in for another score and go up by 21. Now, quick pass out to Daniels. Daniels, now we pushed out of bounds at the 17-yard line, excuse me. And that'll be a third down and one from the 17 for the Eagles. Wide in shotgun formation. 
quick snap back, and I hand it off to Wilson. Wilson pushes the power forward. We see if he has enough for a first down here. Had to get to the 15 or 16-yard line, and enough for a first down. Another quick no-huddle by the DeSoto Eagles. That's their style of play so far this season. Now, uh, handoff to White. White, a pitch it out to Wilson. On the option play, it's going to be read well by the Longhorn defense. And for the tackles, number 21 for the Longhorns, Isaiah Lewis, the senior middle linebacker, 6'1", 200 pounds. And they did a good job of sniffing that play out early. They had White covered and Wilson covered as well on the option play. Now second and 12 for the Eagles back at the 17-yard line. Right now in shotgun formation, he'll motion Wilson out to his left. And snaps back to snap. Good protection by the line. Now throws his Wilson at the five-yard line. Still on his feet and turning his body forward. Won't go down. And finally brought down at the four-yard line. Nice, strong play and catch by Dontre Wilson. As there's White again puts on putting on a great passing display against this Longhorn team. Now 10:40 left to go for the Eagles. Now first to go from the five. Bump was snapped. I picked it up. Now Charlie running in is going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage after a big hit by the Longhorns, and that almost was disaster. For the Eagles, but now they set up for second to go from the five-yard line, and almost fumbled that ball away. Could have been a real big turnover for the Eagles. Now White in shotgun formation. Got three wide receivers. Big line up front. He's going to now pitch the ball out to Wilson. Wilson on the opposite play. Fumbled the ball. And it bounced right back up to him. Got very lucky on that play. Like he was dribbling the basketball there. Fumbled the ball and it bounced right back to him. And this is going to push the Eagles back to the 15-yard line now. Now third and goal from the 15. As they're going the opposite direction, they're trying to score. 9.52 left to go in the second quarter. Big play here, and we've got another false start of the offensive line. It'll push him back another five yards. Now third and goal from the 19-yard line. And we'll see now if the Eagles try to go for it all here or get close and make it a four-down play here. White looking to pass on the screen. Gets it out to Wilson. Wilson got some blockers out front. Cuts to the middle. Now inside for a touchdown. Eagles. Dante Wilson on the screen pass. Following his blockers right to the promised land and another touchdown for Wilson. Now 33-14. to DeSoto Eagles. And DeSoto has scored pretty much on every offensive possession except for one when they had to punt the ball. 
And now they'll look to go for two here, so they're kicking the extra point. White now looking to pass. And it's going to overthrow his receiver, trying to run a fade route. And now we'll get ready to kick it off. 33 to 14. Eagles leading the Cedar Hill Longhorns. Let's take a quick break and come right back with more action here from the Soto High School. The Eagles lead 33 to 14 over the Cedar Hill Longhorns. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. And we're back here live at Bittendown Stadium for the kickoff here. The Eagles after they score. Eagles trying to go for another onside kick, but it will be out of bounds. <laughs> and Coach Mathis is pretty upset about the out of bounds kick. They'll now give the Longhorns the ball on the 44-yard line, 46-yard line, excuse me. Other side of 50, giving them a short field to get started here. Correction on those touchdown calls, it was actually Dontre Wilson with his third touchdown of the game. Two rushing touchdowns and one 70-yard pass, 75-yard pass from Des White. Now Hobbs looking to pass. Will throw, and it's going to be short throw to number 39, Mikhail Mosley, trying to hit him out the backfield, and Hobbs is short-armed him. Had a defender in his face, but couldn't get the ball there. Mosley had a chance for a first down if he would have made that catch. And now second down and 10. So far in this game, the offense for the City Hill Longhorns has only mustered 36 yards. DeSoto with 235 yards of total offense in the game. Now quick uh, reverse handoff to Gonzalez. Gonzalez around the left end. Probably tackled out of bounds to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of about one, if anything. And sets up for second down and nine. Excuse me, third down and nine for the Longhorns. As I mentioned, they've had their struggles offensively to move the ball on the DeSoto defense. There are only two touchdowns coming from kickoff returns. And they've got a doubt of something here with 9-19 left to go in the first half. Hobbs on the shotgun formation looking to throw. Finally hits his receiver at the 40-yard line. It's going to be pushed out of bounds. Good enough for a first down. Out at about the 31-yard line. There was a reception by number 18, Quincy David Joe. 
And Cedar Hill now with a great play there on third down to get them a chance for a first down. Now first and ten at the 33-yard line. And Hobbs now will call for the play. Hobbs now hands it off to uh, his running back up the middle. Good hard running by number six, Larry Hill. And that'll give them five yards on second and five from the 27-yard line. Second and four, excuse me, from the 27-yard line. Hobbs now back in shotgun formation. Single back is going to fake the reverse to Hill. Now look at the pass. It's going to be sacked for a loss. From behind, there was a big sack by number 30, D.J. Augustus. And that is a big play there by the Eagles to get the sack. Now Hobbs, 39 here from the 32-yard line to get in that sack. First sack for the Eagles so far in the game. Now Hobbs in shotgun formation, calling for the ball. Now looking to pass, looks left, has nobody open. Holding the ball, trying to make something happen. Now it's going to get a big pass rush by Taylor Young. Now here comes the rest of the solo defense, and he throws the ball away, but still inside the pocket to see if they get a grounding call here. Never left the pocket, and the officials now will have a conversation at the 45-yard line to see if it actually was grounding. By definition, it would be, in that he never left the tackle box, and yes, the flag comes out for grounding. There'll be a loss of down and a walk-off of 10 yards, and that's up a long fourth down for the Longhorns. Now fourth and 19. You've got to leave the tackle box if you're going to throw the ball out of bounds or in the area of no receiver. And Hodge, with the pressure from that DeSoto defensive line, was unable Unable to get the ball to anyone after the great coverage by the secondary in the pursuit of the Soto defense. Now, they will set up the punt here. And back to receive is Dante Wilson already with three touchdowns. Low snap. Can't control it. going to be finally tackled back at the 45-yard line. Big play by Nick Orr. Nick Orr with the tackle on the punter as the snap was low and discouraged across the field. The punter couldn't pick it up in time to make a good enough kick. And the Eagles will set up shop on the short field here, first and 10 from the 43-yard line. 7.47 left to go here in the first half. The Eagles now with a chance on offense here to really take the game. Over in the first half, already up 33-14 to 14 over the Longhorns. Dante Wilson back in shotgun, snap is back, now looking to throw to Wilson. Wilson now will make a spin move at the 40, still in his feet, and finally brought down this short of the 35-yard line. White just threw it right out to Wilson, and Wilson made some nifty moves to get a quick five-yard 
They did a seven-yard gain. Now second and three from the 36-yard line. As now Wilson will get a breather, and White now will hand the ball off to his running back up the middle. Push to the power forward for another first down, another eagle first down at the 30-yard line. There was a run by number 26, excuse me, 25, Roy Smith, the senior running back. Now I hand it back off to Smith. We'll take the hand off to Wilson, and White will keep the ball. Smith moves his way up for another seven-yard gain as the Eagles run time off the clock and gain some big chunks of yardage using the running game to their advantage. First and 10 for the Eagles at the 30-yard line. 7 5 still left to go here in the first half. And we've got a flag here. I don't know exactly what the flag was called for, but they'll mark them back five yards, now first and 15 from the 35-yard line. Now the Eagles are shotgun formation. Snap is back. Face the hand on that. Those that's the wide receiver in a quick slant. Now makes the move at the 30-yard line. That's Wilson. Wilson now pushed out of bounds right at about the 25-yard line. Dontre Wilson playing double duty at running back and wide receiver tonight and on pace to have his biggest game so far in the season. And make up a huge chunk of yardage there. Now second and five from the 25-yard line. Now White with the snap back on shotgun, looking to throw, has a man at the 20. Caught at the 20, now pushes his way forward to the 18-yard line. There was a reception by believe number 19, Kyle Collins. And now White looking for the snap and fumbled the ball. And Longhorn is up on the ball. That's going to be a costly turnover for the Eagles. And the Longhorns stopped the Eagles' offense from scoring. And the Coach Matthews will have a nice check with the quarterback here as he loses the ball on the snap. Eagles have been very, very lucky to overcome some of the turnovers that they've had tonight and the lack of special team play they've had tonight as well, too. Now, first and 10 for the Longhorns at 17 after the fumble. 6.28 left to go in the first half. Hobbs now in shotgun formation will hand the ball off to Gonzalez. Gonzalez is going to be wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Big play by the defensive end for the Eagles. That was number 42. Jalen Lyons stood his offensive lineman up and made a great tackle there. Big D1 type of move for Lyons, who this year is a senior, looking to make the transition to college ball next season. Five fifty left to go in the first half, and they'll have a timeout by the Longhorns here. We'll take a timeout here as well and come right back with more action. From DeSoto, you're listening to DeSoto Eagles football 
on rfsportsradio.com. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. And we're back here live at Ben Down Memorial Stadium, 548 left to go in the first half. The Longhorns with the ball after the turnover by the Eagles, a fumble by Dez White. Now second and eight from the 19-yard line. Hobbs in shotgun formation, hands it off to Hill. Hill up the middle of the field gets a quick game, but finally stopped. Short of the first down. And we'll see where they mark the ball here. They're going to mark him down at the 22-yard line, that is 35 for the Longhorns. The Eagles now with a chance to make a stop of their own. Was it, where they were in scoring position until the fumble, and now with a critical third down here, Hobbs will take the snap back in shotgun formation. Face the hand down. Now throws out to Gonzalez. Gonzalez will make a move in the 20. Now the 25, up into the jump. Right at the first down marker. Up in it and dropped by number 24, Jalen Dawson. But they will give him the first down. What a hit and wrap-up tackle by Dawson. And that was a nice hit to get everyone fired up now. Now first and 10 on a 28-4, the Longhorns. 4.40 left to go as the clock is ticking. They'll hand it off to their running back. Up the middle, not breaks through. At the 40. And finally brought down the 45-yard line. The best running play for the Longhorns so far in the game. Broke it over by number four. That's Damon Bissant. I'm sorry, that was number six, Larry Hill, 5'10", 205. Their biggest back that they have right up the middle for a good game. Now first and ten from the 45 for the Longhorns. Hobbs in shotgun formation. Motions for Gonzalez. Now hand it back off the hill up to the left side. It's through again for a first down. Breaks his way through to the 35. Through the speed. And stumbles forward to the 25-yard line. Larry Hill making his presence felt in the game here on this drive. Two big gashes through the defense of the DeSoto Eagles. Setting up first and 10 from the 26-yard line. Longhorn is looking to score before the end of the half here. Get back into the game. Now, they're handed back off to Hill. Hill again on the left side. Now it's going to be upended. And brought down the line of scrimmage by Taylor Young. The anchor of that DeSoto defense, middle linebacker, stayed home this time and made a great tackle to let Hill know that he's still here in the game. And Hill will come out the ball game. Gonzalez will go back to running backs. 
Longhorns now second and eight from the 24-yard line. Hobbs is shotgun formation, snap back and handed off to Gonzalez. Gonzalez on the left side, save play. And Alvaro Young and finally brought down for a first down, tackled by Taylor Lewis. But now before getting a first down and the Longhorns moving the ball, their best offensive drive in the game. And now the solo defense is backed up. First and 10 from the 13 here. And we'll see if the Longhorns get a chance to get their first offensive touchdown of the game. Hobbs in shotgun formation. Hands it off to Gonzalez. Gonzalez, same play again around the left side. But now will be tackled at the line of scrimmage by number 30. I'm sorry, 31, Nick Orr. Again, we apologize for the Soto numbers and names. They have new jerseys on tonight. Gold jerseys with light green, uh, yellow numbers. In the Harvard C here. Now Hobbs, second and nine for the 12-yard line. Going to hand the ball off to Hill. Hill will be stopped at the line of scrimmage by a host of the Soto defenders led by number 24, Jalen Dawson. And now third down and eight from the 11. And they, for some reason, elect to keep picking on that left side of the defensive line for the Eagles after they've run, I would imagine, five straight plays to that same side, five straight running plays to that same side. Now third and eight from the 11. Snap back, they'll go the other direction now. Now look at the pass. Has the receiver at the one, and going to be tackled just straight of the goal line. Big time reception by number 18, Quincy. And they've targeted him several times throughout the game. And now we're set up for first and goal at the two-yard line for the Longhorns. We'll see if the solo defense can hold here at the goal line. Hobbs, the motion Gonzalez. Hands off the heel. Heel to the left side. going to be stopped cold. Heads the line scrimmage by Taylor Young. Big hit by Young to save a touchdown. Setting up second and goal now for the Longhorns. The defense line of the Eagles now need a big stop here at the goal line after they've been pushed around somewhat by the offensive line of the Longhorns. And we've got some movement on the front line. The Eagles are saying that the Longhorns drew them offside, and we'll find out if it's encroachment or false start here. Waiting on the head official to make the call. And they'll get encroachment on the defensive line of the Eagles. Another big penalty for them. That's going to set second down and go from the one-yard line. They go half distance to the goal line and make it a little bit easier for the Longhorns here. They try to get a score with only a minute left to go. Clock still ticking. Hobbs the shotgun formation. Heads off the hill. Hill up the middle and in for a touchdown. Longhorn touchdown with 52 seconds in the first half left to go. And the Longhorns. Back in the ball game, 33 to 20. Mm-hmm. 
As now, with 52 seconds left to go, they'll go for the extra point here, kicking the extra points, number 80, Rasal Gutierrez. And almost blocked, but it's going to be up and good. They got a flag on the play. We'll see what the call is here by the uh, official. And now we've got a flag against the Eagles that will be declined, and field goal will remain good. 33 to 21, 52 seconds left to go in the ball game. Stay tuned at halftime as we give you guys a quick pace of RF Sports Radio. You'll be listening to interviews from Coach Clive Mathis and also Jason Terry as well and Coach Rick Carlisle of the Dallas Mavericks. And we get you guys ready for the Mavericks action we'll be covering starting next Friday at 1 p.m. on our homepage, rfsportsradio.com. You can watch the Mavs Media Day live uh, from your computer. Get a chance to meet O.J. Mayo, Elsa Brand, Dirk Nowinski, and all the new Mavericks and old Mavericks that are returning as they get set to start the season October 30th at the Staples Center in L.A., which we will be at and broadcast live from L.A. for that game as well. Now, Longhorn's looking to kick off here. We see if they decide to go ahead and make a full kick or a short kick it as they have been doing. They'll short kick it again. It'll be flipped at the 30-yard line. It'll be fair caught by number seven. That's Ricky Daniels. Fair catch at right about the 32-yard line. Send up first and 10 with 52 seconds left to go. And as you guys know with DeSoto, they have scored before in less time. Following the touchdown by Larry Hill for the Longhorns, the Eagles now only lead by 13 point, 12 points. Excuse me. And now with 52 seconds, why they take the snap back now looking to pass. Looking to go long. Had the receiver. Quick, quick move by the receiver on the comeback route. Ran a curl route and left the DB looking for someone else to guard. And they're going to move, try to move the ball downfield here pretty quick. That was a reception by number 14, Quadre Trailer. And now White is shotgun formation here at the 50 yard line. Snap is back. Now look at the throw again. Now has a man up the middle field and, oh, almost intercepted. As Dante Wilson John calling for the interference flag, was tripped up in the middle of the field, and that could have easily been picked off. But none of the Longhorn DBs and, and linebackers had their head turned around to see the ball. Avoiding a big interception there. Now White, quick snap back, looking to throw again. Same play, has a man on the left side, jumps out, but can't grab it. Just out of the reach of the outstretched arms of Ricky Daniels. And now third and ten for the Eagles with 37 seconds left to go. We'll see what Coach Matthews decides to do here. Keep throwing the ball to go ahead and run the clock down and go into halftime leading by 12. Now 37 seconds left to go. Snap back to White. White looking to pass to his left. Now throws. Has a man at the middle. Call by Wilson at the 20. Now the 15 and drag down 
at the five-yard line, but they have a flag on the play. And we'll see what the flag is. They got three flags on the play. I think one could be a horse collar. The other, I don't know if it's a personal foul or what happened after the play came well after the play was over. And they'll have a conference here to figure out what happened. If that is a horse collar tackle, they'll put them very close to the goal line with 30 seconds left to go. Waiting on the play call here. And they're still having a conference here right at the 15 to figure out what is going to be the call. We saw the flag come down as soon as Dante Wilson was tackled. looked like a horse collar from here. But I thought both referees saw it through two flags for the same infraction. But then we had a third flag after the play was over that came from the far sideline from the line judge. And we're waiting on the call here as now we get explanation being told to the Longhorn coach, and it's going to go back the other way. Not quite understanding what happened. I thought for sure it'd be a horse collar tackle, but I don't know. Oh, it's going to, they're going to bring it all the way back to the 50-yard line. Whatever the call was, it negated a big pass, 40-yard pass to Dontre Wilson. And Coach Mathis is letting the referees know exactly how he feels about it. The Hill fans are excited, but I can tell you one thing about Coach Mathis. Doesn't bite his tongue that often. Now, third and ten from the 50. Clock is ticking. 20 seconds left to go. Let's see what Coach Matt lets do. Want the clock to run down, or they go ahead and run a play. Looks like they will want to find a play here. And penalty flag as they get a timeout call by Coach Mathis. He's fuming mad still. And I don't understand what happened on that play there. They had a horse collar tackle on Wilson, and looks like must have been a personal foul of some sort against another player. I didn't see any personal foul from here, but this will be debated. We'll ask Coach Matts about this uh, particular play after the game as to what happened or what he saw. But for some reason, it negated a 40-yard pass play that would have put them in great position to score before the half. And that is one, that is amazing. The offsetting penalty negated that big of a play and now brings up third and ten from the fifty yard line. And we'll get ready for everything to go. Find out what they'd like to do here if they'd like to go ahead and let the play let the clock run or Trying to run a last play. You got to be careful on last plays like this that you don't try to go for too much and give up a tur- turnover here. As the Longhorns are back off the ball, they're only going to rush two two men 
Deep pass to the left side and caught. Oh, in and out of the hand of the wide receiver, but no flag on the play. Looks like he he loves great coverage or pass interference. I guess great coverage. Now seven seconds left to go, fourth and ten. And knowing the Eagles, they're going to go ahead and go for it here and try to get one another big pass play. They've got five wide receivers, a bunch of four on the near sideline to us on the right side. And why to keep the ball and go up the middle. Now using his feet to get around the left side. Still on his feet, can't cut back, and finally brought down as the horn sounds. And that will end the first half. The Longhorns feel like they are in good shape here. But they are down by 12. End of the first half, the Eagles lead 33-21 to 21 of the Cedar Hill Longhorns. And the DeSoto players will meet up on the field here. Before going into the locker room, we'll see what happens here. We'll go ahead and take a quick break for halftime. We'll be back. Stay tuned for a quick sample of RFSN. We've got some interviews from Coach Mathis, also from Jason Terry and Rick Carlisle as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned for the second half. You're listening to DeSoto Eagles football on RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. All right, Coach, uh, good to see you again, of course. You too. Uh, you too. You're ready for the good season. Let me ask you, first of all, about the new district. Um, a little bit different than what you guys had last season. Now you got a lot of city rivalries, player rivalries, and some really big teams, Cedar Hill, Sac Grand Prairie, uh, Mansfield, Timberview. You think this new district really helps you guys as far as uh, keeping that high ranking and playing more competitive teams? Well, I think it helps us financially, first of all. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so we got to travel to East Texas right. so much and uh, trying to help the uh, the district out with the budget and everything. But overall, I think it's good for the community because you get the robberies back and going and everything, and then you have a bunch of kids that know each other. Mm-hmm. So it makes it fun. They're on their end right there. But it makes it a little bit harder for us because now I think we're in the hardest district in the state right now yeah. for some people that are seeing. So it's definitely got our, our district's definitely got more, a lot more interesting right now this year. Have you found that the players are feeding into it a lot more and you see practice more? I know you're a focused guy as it yeah. is. <laughs> but yeah. do you see the kids getting more excited now they're playing these guys that they, they know? I think they are. I think they are. We haven't really put much much emphasis on it right now. We usually take one game at a time, and um, so far we're doing that. But I guarantee you when it hits district, when we start off with Cedar Hill, I think that's when it is set in with our kids, and I mm-hmm. think they'll really start having a little bit more fun. Now, in the uh, win you had on Friday against uh, Arlington Martin, he won 34-17. And in that game, Dez White, I think he threw for 158 or 188 and rushed for 175 mm. around that area. Is that kind of the balance you want him to have, or would you like to see him do more one or the other? We could have did a lot more. Uh, I think Dez is going to have great balance this year just because Coach Friedman does a great job with the offensive staff and, and making sure that our kid, our, put our kids in a great situation to be successful. But we want to be balanced. We want to be like 50-50 on offense and def- um, offense on the, when it comes to passing and mm-hmm. our running game. But Dez definitely had a fantastic game. Um, we should have we should have completed a lot more more passes than we did last yeah. week. I'm disappointed in that area right there. 
But uh, I'd rather have over 200 yards passing and mm-hmm. him over 100 yards rushing if, if that's possible. So that's yeah. kind of the goals that we're looking for. Yeah, I think it was 10 for 21, yeah. two INTs last. Yeah. So so that's something you guys are going to be working on as far as getting him more proficient as a passer. Yes, yes, we are. I mean, like I said before, he was just off. He, to us, he was off the other night. He mm-hmm. was off. He had through some guys. At the same time, everybody said he had a great game, which he did. But just imagine if he would have been on. Right. If he would have been on, that's that's a dangerous kid to be playing against right there. Right. So, But uh, I feel, honestly, I said over two, honestly, I feel that we can pass over 300 yards a game with this young man right here mm-hmm. because he has the arm and he knows the game. You got to understand, a lot of people don't understand. He shared time last year, but now right. he's getting more into reading defenses now, mm-hmm. like polite. They had to do, and our and our and our and our last quarterback had to do, mm-hmm. but uh, Raheem. So right now, once he gets to reading the defenses, he become become a lot better passing efficient quarterback. And your defense, some of you guys and held them to no points in the second half mm-hmm. last week. Talk a little bit about the defense this year in comparison to last year. Well, this this year our defense is young. I mean, we only have two starters coming back. We have uh, uh, Taylor Young, which is the anchor, mm-hmm. uh, along with Nick Orr, which is the anchor in the secondary. So those two guys were there, the only returning starters, and right. everybody else is just new this year. So I think Coach Miller's made a big difference with our D-line, a young D-line, um, which I didn't think was going to be great. I right. didn't. I was really hard on those guys this spring and this summer, and Coach Miller has proved me wrong for game one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's got to continue to make that happen right there. But I think Coach Brown, um, he knows their sense of urgency right now with our defense. He knows they're young. He's put them in situations along with our defensive staff to be successful this year. Change some things up right now, and, it, and it's working for us right now, especially for the first ball game at least. Good. Well, you guys got your first one, of course, and this week you're playing Jinx, Oklahoma, the Trojans up in Jinx, and they're yeah. number four in the state of Oklahoma. Have you scattered this team? Do you know what to expect from them? I know they lost last week, so yeah. they'll be looking for a win. I don't see how they're number four. I guess the, their loss to the Union must have dropped them number four because uh, mm-hmm. they're definitely a top two team in that in that state right there from what I'm hearing mm-hmm. and from what I've seen on film. They, they can play. Uh, right. Very good ball club. Coached very well. A lot of tradition. A bunch of state championships. So uh, when they come down here, it's, it's, it's going to be a little bit different for them. And I say that just because they're back in the state of Texas. They're not right. used to the, our Texas rules when they come to playing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're going to adjust very well. Coached very well. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. And you guys got Euless Trinity after that. Then you start district play. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you get these these schedules? Where do these schedules come from? <laughs> they they kind of they kind of come from when you when when you when you have a lot of success. Sometimes it's hard to schedule games and hard to get people to play you. Mm-hmm. And Trinity is one of those those teams that have a hard time finding. Um, we're one of the teams too, as well as having a hard time to find people. There's a bunch more in the state of Texas. It's just the way it is. I mean, we can't do anything about that. Right. So sometimes. The powerhouses are going to have to play each other now mm-hmm. just because we're having trouble finding games. Right. Would we like to do that all the time? Heck no, because yeah. we try to stay healthy like everybody right. else is right. doing the district. Right. But sometimes I think it's good for the, for the for the community, for the for the game of football, and for our players and everything. So, um, you know, trust me, if I could dodge Trinity, I would. I wouldn't be playing them right, <laughs> right now, but we don't have a choice. Right. Well, I want to thank you again for allowing us to broadcast your time. It. It's been great, of course. And Good luck this season as well. Hey, I appreciate it, and we'd love to have you guys around. Stick around. Please do. All right. Thank you. Coach Claude Mathis. I got it. All right. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, guys. Listen. Jason Terry, first of all, I want to say thank you, man, for inviting us out for the weekend. It's been great for us to see you work with these kids and kind of get them on their road and 
Talk a little bit about the tournament itself. I know you guys want to win it all, but you got to be proud of what they did so far. Oh, we're very proud of the girls. Uh, obviously, they worked tremendously hard throughout the season uh, to get prepared for this big stage, and the big stage is nationals. Uh, at the eighth grade level, you're going into high school, so this is a time where college coaches are able to look at you, right. and you have an opportunity to uh, not only further your education, but further your basketball career. And what we stress and emphasize to our girls is hard work, dedication. Right. Hard work and dedication is going to take you a long way. Results, wins and losses, we want to win. Obviously, we're very competitive. But at the end of the day, did you work hard and are you dedicated? Right. And that's what we expect out of all our girls. Let me ask you a quick question about your career. It's taking a little turn of its own. You're going to be leaving Dallas to going to Boston, correct? Yes, I am. I mean, I had a great time. I look back at it and say, if I never went through what I went through in Dallas, would I be where I am today? And I don't think so. You know, God has blessed me with the ability to play a long, uh, illustrious career. You know, I was in Dallas eight years, played with some great teammates, uh, and had a great coach and a great owner. But uh, but what the city meant to me is priceless. Uh, Without them, I'm nothing. The Jet was born in Dallas, right there in Dallas. So I always have a home in Dallas. Hopefully when I'm done, I can go back and uh, end my career there. Well, I want to ask you first, why Boston? Was it the fact that they offered you the deal? Is that where you wanted to go? No question. Uh, Not many offers out there. I don't know why, but uh, we had about three teams that were looking at me. Uh, Dallas didn't come to the table. Uh, Boston was the first person to call me. Uh, at 11-01, and Doc Rivers got on the phone. He said, we need you. You're our number one priority. Had I got that same phone call from Dallas, I'd still be a Dallas Maverick. But I didn't, so I'm on to bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. And hopefully with that team, with the way they are, structure right now, yeah. we have another chance to win a championship. Are you surprised at all that you didn't get the call or they didn't try to mess the offer? Was it? Yeah, very surprised. Uh, very surprised. You know, what I was able to do for the uh, organization and in the community, I thought they would bring me back, yeah. and uh, they didn't. So it's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I teach to my girls, too. Right. I mean, things happen in life that you have to deal with. It may not always go your way, but God always puts you in a position right. where he wants you. Right. And then your blessings will come to fruition. Well, I know we've both been in Orlando for the last week, but Dallas is going crazy right now. They don't know what they're going to do. you have anything to say to the fans? Because no matter what happens, they want you to come back. They want to put your jersey in the rafters. Yeah. You know, anything to say to them that now kind of they're all over everyone now. All I want to tell the fans in Dallas is that I love you. I appreciate all your hard work, all your support. Uh, we couldn't have accomplished the things we accomplished in Dallas without you. But they got to pay when we come to town because the big green machine is coming to town soon, baby. And uh, it's going to be fun. But I, I look forward to it. And uh, hopefully I can do great things in Boston and have a good career there. Well, good luck in Boston. Again, thanks again for allowing us to tag along, man. It's been yes, great. Sir. I want to thank you. And, again, uh, Dallas, I love you, but I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> and it was a jet, man, live. So they're getting a lot thrown at them in a short period of time, and they're doing well. They're doing well. This is a, a great opportunity for them, and um, you know this is a precursor to playing in this league. Is is doing summer league and and getting a, a taste of what our sort of core things are offensively and defensively. A lot of times it seems like with summer league guys try to play individual games. How much are you emphasizing still playing a team game? 
in these five games that these guys come together? Well, we're playing we're playing our system. So uh, look, we've been one of the better. You know, the year we won the title, we were the best passing team in basketball, and it wasn't close. Uh, last year, we were one of the best, and uh, you know that's always going to be one of the things that we're going to stress as a as a team. And so uh, you know, we're going to move it. We're not going to play an individual game. So a little story on Bernard James, and could you talk about uh, uh, how raw he is and, the, and his potential, and how the summer league games will help him? Well, you know, for in four days' time, he's made great strides. Um, he has a lot of ability, and you know, we've got to take his raw ability and get him into the right skill situations and, and develop those things. And we've got to keep it simple, um, and we've got to build gradually. You know, so. Um, the thing we love about him, uh, we love what he stands for, obviously, as a person, as a kid, as a man, really, as a 27-year-old man. Um, he's a great defender. Uh, he's active. He covers the rim. Um, he's athletic, and he's about team. So how can you not love those things? Does he seem different because of what he's gone through? Does he have a different perspective on things, or does it show on the court at all? Uh, he is different. He is different. He's, you know, he's a man stepping out here. Um, the interesting thing, he doesn't look 27. He looks younger than that. So he, he's got a younger body than I think uh, most guys at that age. Um, he doesn't have a lot of NBA miles on him. Uh, he's got other kinds of miles on him. But those those kinds of things, I think, are, are a real positive coming into our situation. So, you know, he's he's going to get better and better. There's no doubt about it. A guy like uh, Crowder, when you look at your small forward depth, is he the kind of guy that might be able to have an impact early because he can do things that don't necessarily show up on the box score, defense, energy, hustle, that type of thing? He's high energy. He loves to play. Um, you know, uh, you're talking about a guy that was player of the year in the Big East. I mean, that's that's a substantial accomplishment. And one of the reasons that he got voted that was because of the enthusiasm and and skill that he brings to the game. So, you know, we love him. I mean, since since uh, since we drafted him, there's been a lot of teams calling us about him because you know, everybody's interested in him. Um, but uh, we love him, and, and we're glad that he's here. But we feel he's going to help us. He's going to help us, you know, at times in games, um, but he's going to help us every day in practice, and he's going to help push everybody. and. You know, he's going to be a system player here for a long time, we feel. We feel. Now that the signing trade is done, can you just talk about your two new acquisitions? Well, we've, all, you know, we've liked Collison for a long time. Um, so we're very fortunate to have the opportunity to trade for him. Um, we have a need at point, which is obvious, and so he helps fill that need. Um, Dante Jones is a guy that is a premier defender. Um, who can bring toughness to our team, who has uh, had a couple of really good years shooting a three. Uh, and so we feel like his his toughness and experience can add something as well. Actually, you mentioned the three from Dante Jones. Obviously, with, with Jet gone and, and Kid was a good three-point shooter for you guys, you guys don't necessarily have that, that marksman, three-point specialist guy. Is that something that you feel still on the radar, and do you feel like the guys you have who haven't necessarily shot it a lot could increase their attempts? Well, it's July 13th. It okay, it's not September 27th. So, you know, we're we feel like there's a lot of summer left. We're 
we're still involved in talking to a lot of different people about a lot of different situations. And uh, you know, we love shooters. We're going to we're going to address that as we uh, as we move forward here. What are, what are your initial impressions of Micah Downs? Um, I like him. He's I know he's been a successful player in Europe. Um, I like his size, length, um, skill. You know, and this is an opportunity for him to show what he can do, not only for us, but, you know, for 29 other teams once he gets to Vegas. Thank you. Anything in particular you're looking for from the athletes going to Vegas? You know, it's, you know, I told them, um, I told these guys the first day we got together here that, uh, you know, 28 years ago when I went into a rookie camp like this, Red Arback stepped into the middle of the room and he said, we can only go by what we see. So whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability and and give us the best chance to evaluate you. And so that's what we've asked them to do. And we're certainly going to work with guys um, to help get them better every day. But uh, whatever's gotten them to this point is what we need them to do well, what they need to do well. And, and we'll work with them on the other things going forward. Can you uh, explain why Chris Kane makes sense for this? Well, he's he's a terrific low post scorer. Um, he's a very good mid range shooter for a seven footer. I don't think we've ever had a center here that can step out and shoot the 18 foot shot um, consistently. Uh, that's been the caliber of player that Chris Kane is. Um, you know, sometimes Dirk's the tallest guy on the floor for us, but he's always the four in our system. Um, he's never he's never been able to play with a five man and shoots it like that. So, you know, those those are a couple other reasons. Um, we just feel like he's a guy that is a great kid. He's, uh, he and Dirk have played together and they've played well together, and uh, we just we like him for our franchise. All right, Sports Radio here with Jay Crowder. First of all, man, congratulations on joining the Mavs. When you knew you got selected, you know, what was going through your mind? Is this a team that you kind of paid that hopefully you go to? Of course, because you know they compete. Uh, they're, they're in the playoffs uh, each and every year. So that's a team that um, it's a great organization. Uh, it's, it's a few teams in the league that uh, has a history like, like Dallas Mavericks has. And uh, I was I was pleased uh, with the, with the uh, situation and where I, where I ended up at. Now, I didn't get a chance to see you play throughout college, but I saw you in the tournament, you know, playing with Marquette, Big East player of the year. You're a tough player, man. I think your game really transitioned to the NBA. You looking forward to banging bodies to get some of those big guys down low? Oh, for sure. I feel like I can do uh, a lot, of, a lot of every, a little bit of everything. Uh, and uh, at this level, you have to make uh, make do what you what you got and try to be a, a great professional, uh, be someone that can uh, get on the court and compete uh, at the highest level. And I look forward to doing it, uh, and I'm happy. Now you play with a lot of heart as well, too. You know, yeah. How much does that help you throughout your college career? And you know, you got to take that on to the NBA too. I think when when the, when the doors when the doors are closed and when no one around, that's when uh, my heart builds up. That's when uh, when you really don't want to do it and you push yourself to do it, uh, that's what builds my heart. That's what builds me uh, to go out and perform the way I performed. And uh, I don't look I don't look for, I look forward to just doing the same thing here. Uh, just whenever uh, times get rough, uh, you got to have heart. You got to have uh, pressure. You got to get through it. And I feel like that's what I've been doing uh, this far in my life. Now, what's the one player you're looking forward to kind of matching up with and, and guarding the NBA? If you had to pick maybe one, Jerry Cunningham.
first of all, welcome to Dallas. Welcome to the Mavericks. Are you a Cowboys fan, Rangers fan, any other Dallas fan besides the Mavericks? Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan now. Okay. Yeah. Now, now you are. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, I always used to watch them. I like the star and the helmet, so uh, that's what got me attracted to them. But uh, I'm loving the city and I'm loving the beer. Now, you're going to have some pretty big shoes to fill. A lot of people are looking for you to come in and make a direct impact. Uh, how are you taking that mentally? Uh, it's mentally, you know, just coming in preparing and just work hard. Um, you know, just um, earn everything everything that's going to be in, in front of me. Uh, just the opportunity is there. You know, I just got to go out and, and take it. Take us back to when you first got selected. What was going through your mind? Were you around friends or family? Or, or what was the setting like? Uh, I was down in L.A. with my family at my agent's house. Um, you know, once the 23rd pick got called, uh, I got a call from my agent and said, you know, we're on the phone with Dallas. You, you might be uh, end up in Dallas. And, uh, you know, that was a great, a great uh, time to hear that. And once they said the 24th pick that I was going to Dallas, you know, I was excited and I was honored to uh, be a part of Mass. And the Mass fans, they love their young players, especially when you come out and be electric. Are you looking to be that that guy that kind of gets the crowd motivated and gets them going? Yeah, I'm definitely a crowd guy, you know, um, you know, just being athletic and, and dunking on folks and just being all over the court, you know, that's something that I, I do in uh, defense. Yeah. So t- give me one player that you're looking forward to to, to maybe guard on defense and maybe take it to the hole. Uh, I say Westbrook. Yeah. You know, one of the guards that people are comparing me to. Um, you know, I feel that we're, we're kind of different, but, you know, that would be a great, great game to uh, see us match up. Have you heard that comparison before you got into the NBA? Or? Yeah, I heard that comparison, um, mostly because I, we're both athletic, around the same height, uh, love to play defense. So uh, that comparison was kind of accurate at the time. Now you played at Oregon State, so the fans there are pretty intense as well, too. What do you think is going to be more intense, Oregon State or Dallas? I ho- hopefully Dallas is. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm mean, just excited to get on the floor and, and just to look out in the crowd and just see some new faces. Right, well, good luck, man. Hope we have you back on the show. All right. All right. Good luck. All right, Coach, uh, good to see you again, of course. You too. Uh, you too. You're ready for the good season. Let me ask you, first of all, about the new district. Um, a little bit different than what you guys had last season. Now you got a lot of city rivalries, player rivalries, and some really big teams, Cedar Hill, Sac Grand Prairie, uh, Mansfield, Timberview. You think this new district really helps you guys as far as uh, keeping that high ranking and playing more competitive teams? Well, I think it helps us financially, first of all. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so we got to travel to East Texas right. so much and uh, trying to help the uh, the district out with the budget and everything. But overall, I think it's good for the community because you get the robberies back and going and everything, and then you have a bunch of kids that know each other. Mm-hmm. So it makes it fun. They're on their end right there. But it makes it a little bit harder for us because now I think we're in the hardest district in the state right now yeah. for some people that are seeing. So it's definitely got our district's definitely got more, a lot more interesting right now this year. Have you found that the players are feeding into it a lot more and you see practice more? I know you're a focus guy as it yeah. is. <laughs> but yeah. do you see the kids getting more excited now they're playing these guys that they, they know? I think they are. I think they are. We haven't really put much much emphasis on it right now. We usually take one game at a time, and um, so far we're doing that. But I guarantee you when it hits district, when we start off with Cedar Hill, I think that's when it is set in with our kids, and I mm-hmm. think they really start having a little bit more fun. Now, in the uh, win you had on Friday against uh, Arlington Martin, you won 34-17. And in that game, Dez White, I think he threw for 158 or 188 and rushed for 175 mm-hmm. around that area. Is that kind of the balance you want him to have, or would you like to see him do more one or the other? We, we could have did a lot more. 
I think Dez is going to have great balance this year just because Coach Peterman does a great job with the offensive staff and, and making sure that our can put our kids in a great situation to be successful. But we want to be balanced. We want to be like 50-50 on offense and def- offense on the, when it comes to passing mm-hmm. and our running game. But Dez definitely had a fantastic game. Um, we should have we should have completed a lot more more passes than we did last yeah. week. I'm disappointed in that area right there. But I'd rather have over 200 yards passing and mm-hmm. him over 100 yards rushing if, if that's possible. So that's yeah. kind of the goals that we're looking for. Yeah, I think he was 10 for 21, yeah. two INTs yeah. last. So so that's something you guys going to be working on as far as getting him more proficient as a passer. Yes, yes, we are. I mean, like I said before, he was just off. He, to us, he was off the other night. He mm-hmm. was off. He under threw some guys. At the same time, everybody said he had a great game, which he did. But just imagine if he would have been on. Right. If he would have been on, that's, that's a dangerous kid to be playing against right there. Right. So. But uh, I feel honestly, I said over two hours, I feel that we can pass over 300 yards a game with this young man right here mm-hmm. because he has the arm and he knows the game. You gotta understand, a lot of people don't understand. He shared time last year, but now right. he's getting more into reading defenses now, mm-hmm. like polite had to do and our and our and our and our last quarterback had to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, Raheem. So right now, once he gets to reading the defenses, he'll become a, become a lot better passing efficient quarterback. And your defense, some of you guys held them to no points in the second half mm-hmm. last week. Talk a little bit about the defense this year in comparison to last year. Well, this, uh, this year our defense is young. I mean, we only have two starters coming back. We have uh, uh, Taylor Young, which is the anchor, mm-hmm. uh, along with Nick Orr, which is the anchor in the secondary. So those two guys right there are the only returning starters, and right. everybody else is just new this year. So I think Coach Miller has made a big difference with our D-line, a young D-line, um, which I didn't think was going to be great. All I right. didn't. I was really hard on those guys this spring and this summer, and, Coach Miller has proved me wrong for game one. Mm-hmm, so yeah. he's got to continue to make that happen right there. But I think Coach Brown, um, he knows their sense of urgency right now with our defense. He knows they're young. He's put them in situations along with our defensive staff to be successful this year. Change some things up right now, and, it, and it's working for us right now, especially for the first ball game at least. Good. Well, you guys got your first one, of course. And this week you're playing Jinx, Oklahoma, the Trojans up in Jinx, and they're yeah. number four in the state of Oklahoma. Have you scattered this team? Do you know what to expect from them? I know they lost last week, so yeah. they'll be looking for a win. I don't see how they're number four. I guess the, their loss to to Union must have dropped them number four because uh, mm-hmm. they're definitely a top two team in that in that state right there from what I'm hearing mm-hmm. and from what I've seen on film. They, they can play. Uh, right. Very good ball club. Coached very well. A lot of tradition. A bunch of state championships. So uh, when they come down here, it's, it's, it's going to be a little bit different for them. And I say that just because they're back in the state of Texas. They're not right. used to the, our Texas rules when they come to playing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're going to adjust very well, coach very well. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. And you guys got Euless Trinity after that. Then you start district play. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you get these, these schedules? Where do these schedules come from? <laughs> they they kind of they come from when you when, when – you, when you have a lot of success, sometimes it's hard to schedule games and hard to get people to play you. Mm-hmm. And Trinity is one of those those teams that have a hard time finding. Um, we're one of the teams too, as well as having a hard time to find people. And there's a bunch more in the state of Texas. It's just the way it is. I mean, we can't do anything about that. Right. So sometimes the powerhouses are going to have to play each other now, mm-hmm. just because we're having trouble finding games. Right. Would we like to do that all the time? Heck no, because yeah. we try to stay healthy like right. everybody else who's right. going to the district. Right. But sometimes I think it's good for the for the for the community for the for the game of football and for yeah. our players and everything. So um, you know, trust me, if I could die Trinity, I would. I wouldn't be playing them right, <laughs> right now, but we don't have a choice. Right. Well, I want to thank you again for allowing us to broadcast your time. It's been great, of course, and good luck this season as well. Hey, I appreciate it, and we'd love to have you guys around. Stick around. Please do. All right. Thank you. Coach Claude Mathis. I got it. All right, thanks, Appreciate it, guys.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to DeSoto, Texas. A nice night for football and a great contest we have here as the Eagles get ready to start the second half. They lead 33-21 to 21 over the Cedar Hill Longhorns. Let's get you guys caught up on all the action here. As it's been a wild game, we had two kickoff returns for touchdowns for the Longhorns. They finally get a score from Larry Hill on a rushing play, a two-yard rushing play for the touchdown there. The Eagles have been led by Dontre Wilson, who's put on a magnificent show, three touchdowns for him, also a touchdown for Desmond White as well, too, and a passing touchdown also to Ricky James as well. DeSoto putting up 27 points in the first quarter, six in the second quarter, 14 by CD as I mentioned before, the kickoff return and finally scoring uh, there in the second half. Now, at the end of that half, little controversy there had a uh, penalty that uh, two offsetting penalties that negated a 40-yard pass reception to Dontre Wilson, which would have given DeSoto a great chance to score again before the end of the half. But unfortunately, the referees didn't see it that way. They set up a long, long possession from the 50-yard line, a third and fourth down, which they were unable to score from and do anything with. Uh, Dead white so far in this game. In the first half, it's 14 for 19, 277 yards, two touchdowns. As I mentioned before, in the rushing attack, we've had three touchdowns by three different running backs. Uh, Desmond White, Dante Wilson with his touch running back, and Tory Brown with one as well, too, which came on a, uh, a uh, one-yard scamper right by the goal line. On the receiver again, Dante Wilson has scored two touchdowns, has 144 yards receiving and 38 yards, excuse me, nine yards rushing, so a big night for him so far. On the Cedar Hill side of the ball, as you know, their offense hasn't been that, that potent so far as the game. They only have 114 total yards. There, of course, uh, the quarterback, David Hobbs, is 5 for 10 with a 50% completion ratio, only 45 yards passing. Larry Hill, who has been their only offensive player to score so far in the game, 67 yards rushing at one TD. Gonzalez, who is their uh, season-leading rusher, only with three yards as well in the game also. For the receiving core of the Cedar Hill Longhorns, you've got number 18, Quincy, with 28 yards on three catches, and also Gonzalez with two catches for 17 yards as well, too. Really the tell this game, if you want to look at it as a whole, it's been special teams for the total not getting the job done, allowing two scores. The defense for the Eagles has done a pretty good job so far tonight, only allowing one touchdown in the game so far, and they came on a great job by the Longhorns, their best drive of the night, running to that left side of the offensive line, taking advantage of a young DeSoto defense. So we'll get ready for the kickoff here. The Eagles will kick the ball off. To the Longhorns and back to receive for them is number 18, Quincy. And now the kick is off. It's going to be fielded at the 10-yard line. And looking to go right, it's going to be belted down. Big hit by number 11, Marquise McNeil. And that was a run back by number 24, Darius Williams. And that'll set up now the Cedar Hill Longhorns, first and 10 from the 23-yard line. If you listen to us online, 
to continue to listen to the rest of the game, we do ask that you do give us a call at 323-927-2906. That's 323-927-2906. There you can still listen to the game and the broadcast there. That's 323-927-2906 to listen to the rest of the game here. Now, first down for the Longhorns, they're going to give a handoff to Larry Hill. Hill pushes forward and finally pops by the free safety. He's going to be dropped down just short of the first down, setting up now second down for the Longhorns, second and about four after a six-yard game. They're at the 29-yard line. The clock continues to tick in the second half. Had a long first quarter there, 30-minute first quarter after the back-and-forth action, and here we are in the second half. Now, second down for Hobbs. Hobbs on the, on the play action now will keep the ball, tries to make his way up the middle, but no gain there. Uh, well, they do give him about three yards. Going to set him now third down and one. Hobbs had negative one yard rushing in the first half. Now has two yards rushing after the three-yard game. Third down and three for the Cedar Hill Longhorns at the 30-yard line. They'll make a quick substitution. Hill will come out. And they'll bring in Quincy, number 18. Gonzalez in the backfield. And now Hobbs, the call for the ball. Shotgun formation. Snap it back. Now fakes the handoff. Looking the pass. Going to be under pressure. Now throws under pressure. It's going to be incomplete. After taking a big hit, Hobbs took a big hit from the defensive front of the Eagles. And the pass rush by the free safety. Trying to get the ball out to Quincy, but short on the throw. And finally picks himself up off the field and lightly jogs off the sideline. Fourth and three for the Longhorns, and they will now elect to kick the ball. Longhorns had an offensive burst right to go into that halftime, and uh, their first possession so far in the second half ends in a punt here. They're going to be punting the ball to now fake punt. They're going to keep it up the middle and bounces his way forward, trying to get the first down, so we stop. Right close to a first down. Let's see where they marked the ball. That was a big call by the Longhorns to try to get some momentum going right at the marker. And let's see if they'll bring the chains out here. They will bring the chains out, and the Longhorns, Gutsy call there. I mean, they weren't even across their 50-yard line. So if they do turn the ball over here, it's going to give the Soto a short field. And let's face it, the Soto doesn't need that much help to score. Chains come out, and they did not get the first down. That's going to be Eagles ball on the 32-yard line. They're going to give the Soto a short field here. One of those calls that can make the game, if it works, you're a genius. If it doesn't, Time to polish off the resume. Big, big call from the head coach for the Longhorns, Joey McGuire. And he's going to give the solo the ball first and 10 on the 32-yard line. Down by 12. White will come out now, shotgun formation, five-yard receivers looking for a quick pass. Now hits his slot receiver for a quick two-yard gain. A little run-and-shoot action by the Eagles as he gets the pass off to Ricky Daniels, who's lined up in the slot. Now back to a no-hold offense. Now they'll have Dante Wilson in the backfield with Desmond White. 
White will bark out the orders to the offensive line. Now sits back and shotgun. And fakes the hand off to White. Now, quick move. It can't go anywhere. It's going to be sandwiched in the backfield. Big loss from the play by the Eagles. Now setting up a long third down here. And Dan's trying to make too many moves. Caught the Eagles. Five yards in the play. Now third and 14 for the Eagles at the 36-yard line. Now their motion set Dontre Wilson from right to left. Now White looking to pass. Trying to go deep here. Got a man in the slot and no good. Almost caught the pass, trying to get the ball out there to Quadre Taylor. There was a nice post route by Taylor, but White just couldn't get the ball delivered to him. Possession number 19, excuse me, Cal Collins on the reception attempt. Now White will line up in shotgun formation again. And we've got a penalty flag here. Looks like they're going to get another false start. As the Eagles, the Longhorns defensive line now trying to get the crowd fired up. They'll mark them off another uh, five yards here. Now fourth and 19. Coach Matt is going to go ahead and go for it here. Fourth and 19 for the 41. Big play here for the Eagles. Step back to White, and he's going to go ahead and punt the ball. Smart play there. Takes a bounce into the end zone and will be a touchback. that will give the Longhorns the ball in the 20. And so far, Coach McGuire with the call to go for the fake punt. Works doesn't give up any points to the Eagles offense after they had a short field from the 32-yard line. And the Eagles defense will come back out on the field now with a first and 10 from the 20-yard line for the Longhorns. Just called by McGuire doesn't really do a much damage, although they lose the positioning here, but get the ball back without giving up any points. Now, Hobbs. Shotgun formation, hands the ball off to the running back, gets a lot of scrimmage and pushes the power forward for a good gain of about five yards. Instead of now second and they give him four yards, second and six on the 24-yard line. And now Hobbs is set up for a lot of for shotgun formation, snap it back to Hobbs. Faces the heel, now looking to pass. Press in front of the solo defense, trying to go for the sack. Now rotates, can't get the ball away, and a push it out of bounds. Strange way to get rid of the ball, but effective. Not giving up the sack as looked to, did a pump fake and almost lost the handle. Elected to just push the ball with both hands out of bounds. Uh, heads up play by Hobbs. If not for that, could have been a fumble or even a sack that would have put them back to the original line of scrimmage. Now, third and 14 for the – yeah, third and 14 here for the Longhorns 
at the 16-yard line, 8.34 left to go. As now we'll wait for them to get set, Hobbs and shotgun formation. Snap is back to Hobbs, four wide receivers, now looking to throw, has a man up but misses him, and keeps the ball himself, now goes to the middle, and it's finally brought down to the line of scrimmage. Great heads up play by the defensive line for the Eagles. Don't have a number. It's like the nose tackle there made a great heads up move to get the tackle on Hobbs as Hobbs selected to keep the ball up the middle. Had a wide receiver coming across the middle from right to left, but didn't see him at all. And now they'll punt the ball from close to their own end zone, fourth and 14. And Dante Wilson lines up at the 40-yard line to receive the punt from the Longhorns. Kick, and they're going to kick it up to Wilson. They'll take a bounce. He'll pick it up at the 40. Now here he comes to the left. Cuts back inside. Makes a nifty move and finally brought down to the 45-yard line, but does cross the 50. And, again, we've got a penalty flag after the play. Could possibly be another personal foul. They might get Dante Wilson on the personal foul here. A little pushing and shoving after the play. And we'll find out here the officials get together to make the call. Very interesting dynamic for both of these teams. As they're crosstown rivals, they, they basically operate on the same exact street. The Soto's on off of Beltline, and Cedar Hill's off of Beltline as well, too. These, both of these teams are walking distance from each other. If you're a good walker. And they've played each other probably playing against each other since they were kids and now playing against each other now as teenagers in high school. So you're going to have guys that know each other. They really want to beat each other. They have those bragging rights between the both of them. And it's got a really good, interesting dynamic, which has grown into a great rivalry between both cities. Now, 7.38 left to go here in the third quarter. First and 10 for the Eagles at the 39-yard line. White now in shotgun formation. Takes a snap back. Now looking right. Will throw. Hits his wide receiver at the 45. Makes a quick move and now gets upfield as a sidestepping of the defender. And it will be a eight-yard gain for the Eagles. Now sets up second and, excuse me, nine-yard gain. Now setting up second and one from the 48 for the Eagles. Quick no huddle here. Snap is the white. White and hand out to Wilson. Wilson has the right side. Now has some daylight at the 40. Surges forward and he finally brought down the 45-yard line. Quick hand out to Wilson. Plays dividends. They get a 20-yard gain. And now sets up first and 10 for the Eagles at the 36-yard line. And they start moving the ball here. 35-yard line, excuse me. Now hands it off. Face the hands out of the woods. And why do they keep the ball in the middle? Makes the defender with our fifth form at the 25 and works out of bounds right at the 18-yard line. Great stiff form right at the 25 to get another six yards. And that's for the first and 10 for the 19 for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. 
Quick snap, and now they're handed off to Wilson. Wilson up the middle, hurdles the defender, and gets right up with about a five-yard gain until they spot the ball here, and we've got a timeout on the Longhorns. Coach Matthews is fired up. Trying to get his offense fired up as well, too. Now second down. And it kind of looked like they had more than 11 guys on the field. They've got a, again, no flag on the play. So that's like a time out here to try to get everything set. I want to remind everyone that's listening, thank you guys for tuning in. Tune in next Friday night as the DeSoto Eagles are here live from their home stadium here in DeSoto. We'll have that game here at 7.30 next Friday. Also tune in uh, all this week and tomorrow for a replay of the game. Tonight's game, I want to thank all of our partners for being a part of this, Maryland's Fine Foods on Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. And also thank our uh, partner, Icebreaker Radio. Tune in to icebreakerradio.com for the freshest music. 60,000 people can't be wrong. Now they'll take the handoff to Dante Woods. Now White, good form at the five, in for the touchdown. The Soto touchdown, Dez White, excellent run. Sloppy is took on a linebacker, stiff on him at the five and in for the touchdown. Machines get a little bit tested between the offensive line and the defensive line of both of these teams. Again, to be expected between both ball clubs. Now they set up an extra point. That's Dez White's second rushing touchdown of the game. Extra point is up and is good. The Soto on top, 40-21 to 21 over the Cedar Hill Longhorns, 6.30 left to go in the game. We'll take a pause here and come right back with more action from the Soto, Texas. You're listening to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. And now kickoff by the Eagles. It's going to be fumbled, but recovered, and they're going to finally bring them down behind the 20. Great heads up play by the special teams, no doubt a lot better than the way they started off in the game. And the long corners that have the long field here, first and ten from the 
Well, they will give him the 20-yard line to afford progress. The first down and 10 for the 20. Darius White tonight having a great game. Second touchdown, second rushing touchdown. Over 300 yards passing so far in the game. This is the balance that Coach Mathis talked about. He wanted for his quarterback. Now Hobbs, for the Longhorns, will take the snap back on shotgun formation, looking to pass. Quick out to Quincy. Quincy to 20, now 25, and brought down at the 30-yard line. Good tackle by the DB there. And let will go ahead and give the Longhorns a much-needed first down, first and 10 at the 31-yard line. And unfortunately, don't have a number for you for that tackle for the Soto. As I mentioned a few times in the broadcast, new uniforms that are numbers are faded into the uniform, making it very hard to read from here. Now, Hobbs will hand the ball off the hill, hill right up the middle, right up the gut of that defense, and gets about five yards. He has been a very effective runner for them, scoring their only offensive touchdown in the game so far. And he will limp off the field, tackled by Taylor Young, number one, who's made his presence felt massive in this game so far. Now Hobbs, in shotgun formation, has a twin wide receivers on the right side. Snap is back to Hobbs. Now Hobbs will hand the ball off to Gonzalez. Gonzalez around the right side. He's going to get around the defender. Now at the 45, and finally keeps out of bounds right about the 45-yard line. Good run for a first down for Longhorns as they continue to move the chain on the Soto defense. Now first down and 10 from the 45-yard line. Gonzalez, no doubt, their quicker back. Hill is more of a power back. They use him between the tackles a lot. Gonzalez has spent a lot of his time flying up in the slot and also in the backfield as well. Now, Hobbs is shotgun formation, waiting for the snap. DeSoto in a big defensive set. They're handing balls to Hill. Hill around the left side, breaks up the middle, and finally upended at the 45-yard line, crossing the 50. Hill, as I mentioned before, their power back, doing a great job again of carrying the football. And now that a move to change, another first down for the Longhorns. First and 10 from the 45. Five minutes up to go here in the third quarter. They'll run a fake reverse and hand it back off the hill. Here's this time to be stopped. Oh, it's going to fail his feet. Thought it was stopped at the line of scrimmage, but turns his legs forward to get more yardage. Ends up with a nice, hard two-yard, three-yard gain on the play, setting up second down and seven for the Longhorns. Very impressive of what he's been able to do against a big defensive front that the Soto Eagles have. Now Hobbs and shotgun again. No huddle for them as well. Motion. And they'll look for a quick pass out to Quincy. And Quincy will drop the ball. Trying to move before he made the catch. Turning his body around before fully securing the ball. And it will be an incomplete pass. Not the first time he's had that happen here today. But this will bring up third down and seven. 
the Eagles. Sorry, for the Longhorns, excuse me. Waiting on the play from the sideline from Coach McGuire. Now Hobbs shotgun formation has two wide receivers in the stack set with two running backs. He'll motion Gonzalez, fake it to Gonzalez, hands it off the hill up the middle. Hill is stopped at the line of scrimmage. He's out cold in his tracks by the defensive line for the Eagles. Great play by Chris Davis, the senior linebacker. Read it all the way, knew they were going to give the ball to Hill and made a great play to stop him in his tracks, now fourth and six at the 41, but 344 left to go in the third. Much faster quarter here. And now Snap is going to go back to Hobbs on the motion from the running back. Now Hobbs will rotate to his right, looking to pass. Under pressure. And it's going to be brought down and pushed out of bounds for a big defensive play by the Eagles. Pressure by number 24, David Dawson, forcing Hobbs to go out of bounds for a big loss on the play. And that will set up a turnover on downs. That was a fourth down play, fourth and six. And Hobbs didn't even have a chance to even try to throw the ball. Great defensive stop by that front four for DeSoto, causing enough pressure to get a turnover here. And Des White will bring the offense back out on the field, first and 10 from the 49-yard line. So far, defensive stops by both teams, no score. Only the total touchdowns to score here in the third quarter. Now White looking to pass. Got a man open. That's number 14. Now stretch on, but can't get the pass. Had the quarterback beat by two or three steps. That was number 14, Quadre Trailer, the junior wide receiver. Got out the blocks fast and left his DB. Could have been a nice catch. Taylor had his arms out stretched, but right on the fingertips and couldn't bring it in. Now second down for the Eagles. White and shotgun formation. Now looks to throw again. Going to rotate his right. Still for and I gets rid of the ball and... And let's see here. There should be no flag on the play. They had a receiver in the area. He had Dontre Wilson right there towards the sideline. Should not be a flag, although the Longhorn coaches, Coach McGuire's on the field looking for a flag, begging for a flag, but will not get one. That was a good heads-up play to make sure the receiver's there by White. Now White looking to pass again. Hits his wide receiver right at the 40. Breaks the tackle. Now, Bulldogs is way down to the 30-yard line, running over the free safety. That was number 15, Chris Lacey. Blitz two defenders and Bulldogs over the free safety to get a great gain. Now, first and 10, hand off the Wilson up the middle. Breaks the tackle. Now, spin move is set up by the linebackers for the Longhorn. And now we've got second and five for the 24-yard line. The excitement you hear in the background from the booth next to me, their first time seeing the soda, apparently. And now White on the, on the quarterback keeper. Up the middle now for a nice gain of about two yards. Now third down and three on the 22. 
White now hands it out to Wilson. Wilson up the left side is going to get just enough for a first down. And should be first and ten for the Eagles. And it will be first and ten at the 18-yard line. The Eagles with a nice drive here. They had a drive like this to start off their first possession in the third quarter, but unfortunately couldn't get the job done after having a short field turnover on a fourth and sixth play. Fake punt. And now White to keep the ball is going to be hit in the backfield. Big hit on White by number seven, Nick Chris. Coming through the hole on the blitz there and brought White down as the Longhorn defense tries to stiffen up here, second and 13 from the 21. Now here comes White looking to pass, not looking left. Has him at the middle, and no, there's a flag. Tripped up by the DB trying to make the catch, and now the flag comes out. Should be a defensive pass interference. But I've been wrong before. They'll have a conference here. Should be an easy call to make. And now a little more action between both teams. And they'll have a quick timeout. Okay, looks like the field is going to go against the long for the pass to the first. We have a timeout here. As they get everything settled, we'll be right back with more action. Well, we'll stay here. It looks like they're going to go ahead and get everything going. And um, they look like they go ahead and give the penalty flag to be at the spot of the penalty flag, which now gives them first and about one. I should say first and go, excuse me. From the nine yard line for the Eagles. Now there's wide and shotgun formation. Three wide receiver says it's going to hand the ball off to Wilson. Wilson pushes his way forward, gets down to the five yard line. A lot of help from that offensive line. Looks like the right guard maintaining his block, helping Wilson get a nice four yard gain. Now second down and go from the five yard line. Hand off again to Wilson. Wilson up the left side. Bounce off the defender. Now in for a touchdown. Great run by Dante Wilson. Fourth touchdown of the game. Kim Balling off of two defenders in for a touchdown, and his night continues. 105 left to go, and it's 46 to 21 as the Cedar Hill fans start to exit the building. Stick around, folks. we got one more quarter to go. They'll line up here for two for the two-point conversion. Now White looking to pass. Yeah, in and out of the hands of the wide receiver. They got a flag, though. We'll see if that's going to be a defensive pass interference call. And just like this, what's going to be the call here? They'll go ahead and move the ball a little closer to the goal line and try this again. Cedar Hill fans getting a head start to make that trip down that Beltline Highway before it gets too packed as 
Minnesota put up 42 points last week and now 46 in the third quarter. That's set up again for a two-point conversion. White will now hand it off to Wilson. Wilson's in untouched. Untouched inside now for the two-point conversion. And 48 to 21. The solo up by 27 points. Great game for the Eagles. It started off really rocky at first, allowing City Hill to tie the ball game up after the kick return touchdown to tie 7 7. It has been close this then. See, the Hill now will suffer their second loss if the game holds as it does, which I see no reason why it wouldn't. They'll have their second loss, third loss, excuse me, third loss of the season. They're one and two, and this is really going to hurt them now that this is actually a district game, first district game for both of these teams. And DeSoto, number one ranked in the nation by Max Preps and top three named ranked by the AP poll. Putting on a show here tonight is everyone is here to watch and know just how good this DeSoto team really is. They'll line up to kick it off here with 105 left to go here in the third quarter. Kick is off. It's going to be filled to the 20-yard line. He gets to 25. Gonzalez now will break a tackle at the 25. That gets upfield. And it's finally brought down. It's finally brought down here at the 30-yard line. we got another penalty flag. And now the Cedar Hill team lets their frustration be known against the DeSoto team as Coach Mathis comes out there and grabs his player away. We'll see what the penalty flag is here. It's going to be a personal foul call. We'll see if it's against DeSoto or against uh, Cedar Hill. Let's see what happens here. Cedar Hill really wanted to shock everyone and win this game. It would have really put them back in contention for a good ranking in the state. And unfortunately, there's nothing to be upset about. I mean, DeSoto is a very, very good team. They're closing field here as they sort out all the penalties. And it's going to be a personal foul against the Longhorns. As both coaches have talked to their players and let them know, hey, keep your head in the game. No sense in marring the game now with anything other than good football. And we want to remind everyone again, Watch, tune in to rfsportsradio.com for 24-hour sports talk from a fan's perspective. Also, make sure you check us out on next Friday as we have a huge day of programming 
1 p.m. We'll be live at the AAC for the Mavericks Media Day. You can watch that live, a live video stream on the website. And then following that, we'll have the Soto game at 7.30, which next Friday, they take on South Grand Prairie, who tonight are, I believe, winning their game, if I'm not mistaken. That game starts at 7.30 here at the Soto High School Stadium. Now the kickoff from the Eagles. They'll have a short kick. It'll be filled at the 35. Kurt Hawk and Cedar Hill will now take over the ball here. First and 10 from the 34-yard line. Just 55 seconds left to go here in the third uh, quarter. This game right here, again, has been a great game for the DeSoto offense and defense. Defense really only giving up seven points, although the Longos have 21. Again, two touchdowns off of the special teams. Now, Hobbs will line up in shotgun formation. Snap back to Hobbs. Hobbs now looking to hand off to Gonzalez. Gonzalez will run the left end. Has an open lane. Now it gets up to the 50 and upended before the 50-yard line. That was by DeSoto DZ, number 27, Karan Taylor, the senior DB there, making what could have been a touchdown saving tackle. Now first and 10 for the 49-4, the long course. Now back to Gonzalez. he got the left side now. Up to the 45. Now gets out of bounds. they got a flag in the backfield. Could be a holding call here. Against the Longhorns, that's usually in that area of the field. And we'll wait for the call from the head judge. And it looks like it is going to be a holding penalty against the Longhorns that have backed them up. Some after a, a good game by Gonzalez. So we go back 10 yards, and now sets up a first and 20. Now Hobbs is shocked on formation. Gonna, oh, they got another flag here. It's going to be another, uh, looks like a false start on the offensive line of the of the Longhorns. First it was the Soto with a lot of the off-star off penalties, and now looks like the Longhorns have uh, now been affected by the same sort of penalty. 48-21 here with 28 seconds left to go in the third quarter. People starting to foul out of the stadium on the City Hill side of things as they will be a massive traffic jam trying to leave the building. Now, no backs in the backfield for the Longhorns. Five wide receivers. Hobbs now with the pass going to go. Short field now. Oh, quick move by Gonzalez. Nice lift back move from Gonzalez up to DB on the ground, and he gets forward for making up a lot of it. A big chunk of those yards. Makes up about six yards there on the pass reception. Now, second down and, well, second down and 15. Getting five yards on that one. 
Take it down at 15 for the Longhorns. As we start to get you guys updated on a couple of scores at the end of the third quarter. Get you guys updated on a couple of scores around in the District 7-5A, the district that DeSoto plays in. Right now, Midlothian, well, Midlothian is the final score. They beat Duncanville 22-9. Surprising score there. Mansfield-Timberview, another great team in this district. 41-14 over Grand Prairie. South Grand Prairie in the fourth quarter with Mansfield. They have a dog fight on their hands. Mansfield's up 21 to 20. District 6-4A, Fort Worth Dunbar losing to Birdville 35-17. They're in the fourth quarter there. And to get you guys some other scores here, Mesquite 35-28 over Plano West. McKinney 41-18 over North Garland. Plano East 38 to flat over 14 to five mile markets and Preston Wood Christian 66 to zero over Roosevelt at Pleasant Grove Stadium. How does Pleasant Grove let that happen? 66 to zero Preston Wood Christian over Roosevelt. Rockwall is down to McKinney Board 44 to seven. Saxy over Flower Mound 29 to zero. And Prosper over Mansfield Lake Ridge, 57 to 0. So I guess the Soto's not the only team would have put on a lot of offense. I saw the first fourth quarter, and Hobbs will be chased out of the backfield, going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage by number 34, Greg Medford, the senior linebacker on the chase. And that'll set up now 30 14 from the 45 yard line for the Longhorns. Again, Preston Wood Christian, 56-0 to Roosevelt. Now 30-14 for Hobbs. Hobbs now looking to pass. He's out to the hill. He's got some daylight. And they'll be upended by Taylor Young. Excuse me, not Taylor Young. That's number 21, Zach White. He'll stop him from making a first down. Now fourth and three. Here. Thought that was a second down. It was a third down. Now since a fourth and three, of course they go for it here. Nothing to lose by um, going for it versus playing the ball. But he'll come out the game, and they'll bring in more wide receivers. Looks like they want to try to make a pass attempt here, or maybe a quarterback keeper for Hobbs. And long as they get a timeout. Couldn't quite get everything said. They'll get a timeout here, and we'll take a timeout here as well. You listen to the Soto Eagles football on rfsportsradio.com. The Soto leads 48 to 21 over Cedar Hill. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run walked in and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. 
Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods. Located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run, give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. And we're back here at Ben Down Saving the fourth down play. And Hobbs to keep the ball. Has the first down around the right side, and it's got a little more and finally pushed out of bounds. Hobbs trying to go for a pass, but had nowhere to go to. The pressure of the solo defense forced him to his right, and he goes ahead and goes forward for the first down. Now, first and 10, the 30-yard line for the Longhorns. Hobbs now with the, in shotgun formation, looking to pass, and gets it off to the wide receiver. Collision right and about the line of scrimmage between Taylor Young and the wide receiver. And now that it's set up now second and seven from the 27-yard line for the Eagles. Ten minutes up to go here in the ball game. Hobbs now shotgun formation, snapping back to Hobbs. Hobbs looking through his right, trying to get a pass off. It voids the sack. Now he's buying it seven more times. Got nowhere to throw it to, but finds the receiver at the 15. A receiver snuck in behind the DBs, uh, behind the linebackers in front of the DBs that was number 16. Travis Wilson sent right in the pocket and he delivers a throw for a quick gain, a good first down for the Longhorns. As now will be first and 10 for the 12-yard line for Cedar Hill. Hobbs now in shotgun formation. Snap back to Hobbs. Hobbs looking to throw. That's going to go to his left. It's going to be chased out left. That goes to the middle and slides down uh, for a gain of about four yards. The uh, Cedar Hill team still has a chance to get another first down before going into the end zone. And they have second and six with the ball on the eight-yard line. And this will at least be good for Cedar Hill to get another offensive touchdown if they can make this work. Only with one offensive touchdown so far in the game. Cedar Hill, uh, the total defense now lines up here in more of a nickel formation. Snap back to Hobbs. He's going to rotate his right, looking to pass. He's no one to go to. Now, Kitchen himself, stiff forms and at the pylon, and it's going to be out of bounds. They mark him out of bounds to the three-yard line, trying to get to that pylon and stick that ball in for a touchdown, but unable to do so. So now, second and six, say 31, excuse me, for the three-yard line for the Longhorns. And now Hans will take the direct snap on shotgun hands off the hill. He's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. Hill had a head of steam but ran into a brick wall named Taylor Young. 
and his night continues to be stellar. Preventing a touchdown at the goal line now sets up fourth down. And it seems like the down clock is going backwards. It was third down, second place. I think it's fourth down now. Gets to the hill. Hill pumps forward and gets a touchdown. Second touchdown by Larry Hill, the running back. And the long score scored now 27 to 48. And, of course, the, you know, Cedar Hill would like to do as much as they can. Uh, even up the score now, this extra point here of making only a 20-point lead. Extra point is up, and good, although he ran into the kicker. Missed a mistake there by the Eagles, trying to be aggressive and go for the block and runs into the kicker. Let's see what the Coach McGuire likes to do here. Either take the extra point or line up and do it again. They'll assess it on the kickoff, and he'll take the extra point. 7.58 left to go in the ball game. The total up by 20 points, 48 to 28. Make sure you tune in next Friday night as they take on South Grand Prairie here live at the Soto Stadium, then down Memorial Stadium. It's been a great broadcast tonight, a great night, a great night for football. Pack house tonight, a sellout at the stadium. And when I say sellout, I mean people at the gate not able to get in sellout. Luckily, I told them I was with Icebreaker Radio and able to make it in myself. Seven fifty-eight left in this ball game here. Remind everyone to go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com/rfsportsradio. Follow us for our picks. We just picked the NFL games for Week Three. That's posted on the website. Also, a big thank you to all of our partners, our shows, our writers. And everyone that made this possible here tonight. Thank you to Pam DeBoer, the DeSoto Athletic Director, for allowing us to broadcast for our second season of DeSoto football. Onside kick by the Longhorns, going to be recovered by the Eagles. Great heads up play to lay on the ball there, not be a hero. That was number seven, Ricky Daniels. And DeSoto will take over. We'll see if Dez Wider come out here for the end of the game, if they'll go ahead and go with their backup quarterback. He's a sophomore. They want to groom him and get him ready for the major stage, as, as they did with Dez White last year, came in as a sophomore and made a difference in a lot of games. Dez White is only a junior. And he's going to be a great ball player here for this year and next year as well. Now White, they get the snap. Look at the pass, got a man open deep and caught. Great catch. They've got a flag down. 
But Brandon McDowell with a great catch there on the tiptoe on the sideline, and it'll come back. Wow. Don't know what the flag was. Can't tell you what the penalty was either, but it'll come back now for second and ten. Bob Matthews being very aggressive here still in the game. Up by 20, wants to make a statement to the rest of the district, no doubt. Now, White has now dropped back the pass. He's the running back out the backfield now to the 30, and punched out of bounds. That's going to be a uh, personal foul because he hit him while he was out of bounds. Bad, bad move there by the Longhorn defender on the carry was number 25, Roy Smith. And that was just a simple, just a bad play. That'll get you some extra wind sprints in practice, no doubt. 15 yard penalty. Now, first and 10 here. From the 47 for DeSoto. Yes, White's still in the game. Now we'll hand the ball off to Roy Smith. Roy, now still turning his legs, gets forward for a gain of about three yards, puts it up to the 50 yard line. And now second and second and seven from the 50. Now, there's White still in the game. We're going shotgun formation. They're normal formation. There's three wide receivers set. Now, White, direct snap. But throw the ball. He's going to take a big hit after the play. And he's slow to get up there. Taking a huge hit. They'll get Roy uh, Smith out now and bring Dontre Wilson back in the game. Um. Dontre Wilson, apparently perhaps a better pass blocker than Roy Smith, because you don't want Des White taking hits like that this late in the ball game after he's got it pretty much wrapped up. 7-12 left to go. White gets a snap now looking to pass. Has a man across the middle, and a good catch. Good throw by Des White to fit the ball in there in front of the defender, and a great catch there by Gary, um, excuse me, Cal Collins, the senior wide receiver. I'm telling you, Des White is having a great game throwing the ball. Best game I've seen him throw the ball in. Now they're going to hand the ball off to Wilson. Wilson up the middle. That's Roy Smith, excuse me, up the middle. He's going to search forward for another DeSoto first down. They continue to move the ball. Now first and 10 for the Eagles at the 23-yard line. They've got a flag on the play, and they did the handoff a little too quick, I believe. And a flag on the play. Now another flag here. A little extracurricular activities after play. No need for no need to do this now. I mean, the game's basically over.
And we're still waiting on the officials to set out the flag here. Uh, they got a flag against the Soto. And a flag against uh City Hill. They're offset each other. Two person fouls are offset, so they'll negate uh the play here. But I guess the uh, original foul call was, well, that marked the ball back 15 yards for whatever reason. Personal foul, the man had two personal fouls on the Eagles. And now second and 25 from the 38-yard line for Des White. And Jatori Brown, who's in the backfield, he's a sophomore. Big back for a sophomore. Jatori Brown is one of their bigger backs. He's going to get a lot of action here for years to come at this stadium. Now, Dez White with a direct snap, man, another whistle blown. It's going to be a timeout here by the Eagles before the play runs. Let's take another break here. And when we come back, we'll wrap everything up. 6-14 left to go in the ball game. The Eagles lead 48-28. You're listening to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Now for the first down play, quick out to... The wide receiver from Dez White is going to be good for a nice gain of about eight yards. Now, second and 17 from the 30-yard line. And three wide receivers set for the Eagles. Snap back to White. Now, White looking to pass. He's going to keep it on himself and up the middle. Makes a man miss and finally dragged down. Close to the line of scrimmage. There will be a gain of about three yards. Third down and 14. At the 27-yard line for the Eagles. 5:30 as the clock continues to tick, left to go in the ball game. Eagles have this one pretty much wrapped up. 
great quality win in that first district game over the Longhorns. And I guess why I look at the pass. Has a man in the end zone, and oh, in and out of the hands. Right through the hands of the wide receiver, almost caught for a great play. That would have definitely made some highlights as all the reporters here were right there on it with their cameras. But unable to make the catch there, and they'll now get set for fourth down, fourth and 14, and they'll keep it, keep the ball here, won't punt, and elect to go for it here. Now back to White looking to pass again. Now throws has a man open and caught. Oh, it's going to be incomplete. Looks like he didn't catch it. I thought for sure he caught that ball. I don't know what the officials saw. He blew them out of bounds, but like he caught the ball and fell down right in bounds and able to make the catch for first down. But nevertheless, uh, turned the ball over and did a hit was shot off first and 10 from the 27-yard line going the opposite direction. That looked like a good catch from here, but again, I'm not on the field. I'm just in the press box, but I, I thought that was a catch. Now, Hobbs, first and ten. Not a great day for him with the quarterback position. Had a 50% completion rate in the first half and didn't get that much better here in the second half. But a lot to learn from playing a good team like the Soto. Now Hobbs looking to pass, screen pass out to the running back. Good block by the wide receiver. Now he's going up the field, finally tripped up and knocked down. That was number five, White, the Tavius White. And he looked very quick, a great gain there. Wow, 40-yard gain for White. And now Hobbs, after White got sprung loose on a big block there. Now Hobbs will get the pass off and incomplete. A little behind the right receiver, but in and out of the hands of number 18, Quincy. We had his share of receiving troubles here tonight, but still more time left to go here. White, the tape is white, but sprung loose by a huge block by number 36. Adonis Smith, the tight end, bringing him for the 50-40 yard game. Now Hobbs in shotgun formation. Snap is back here, rolls to his left side, looking to pass. Gets the ball out there, and it's going to be caught by Quincy. Good catch by him. That'll give them a five-yard gain. Now 35 from the 29 for the Longhorns. 4:38 left to go in the ball game. Yeah, set up 35 and snap back to Hobbs. Hobbs looking to pass to his left, and that gets the ball out back to Quincy. That's going to be good for a first down. Oh, he didn't get the first down. That's going to set up fourth down here. We remind everyone to tune in on next Friday, the 28th, 7.30 p.m. for the Subtle taking on South Grand Prairie. That should be a very, very good game. South Grand Prairie is a very good team getting the win tonight or 
let's just say a dog fight tonight against Mansfield. We'll see how they come out there. They hand the ball off to Hill. Hill stiff arms at the 20. And Hill's so hard to bring down. He fumbles the ball. Let's see if they move him down before the fumble. And they do. But it will be a first down for the Longhorns. Well, thank you everyone for making the broadcast available for us tonight. Make sure you guys go to rfsportsradio.com for more DeSoto action, also for more sports talk from a fan's perspective. We thank our partners, Icebreaker Radio, for being involved in our broadcast and everything that we do. Thank you to Maryland's Fine Foods as well, the DeSoto Athletic Department, Pam DeBoer. Thank you as well for what you have done for us also. Until next Friday, thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys later. Continue to listen to sports talk from a fan's perspective. RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.